Disclaimer, the following boundless pub trap episode contains strong opinions that some listeners may and will find offensive. If you cannot accept or respect others with a differing opinion from yours, then fuck off. Rolling sound. Streaming from the Midwest, right in the middle of the U.S., from Omaha, Nebraska, you're listening to the Boundless Pod Track, your entertainment podcast where we touch on all topics, from the crazy and absurd to the sacred and profane, and even the useless and unnecessary. The Boundless Pod Trap knows no bounds. And now, here are your hosts. Yo. What's happening, me, bro? Hami? What's happening? We did it. What's happening? An, an, anyhow. An intro without any fuck ups. 24 episodes. We got one, baby. It's, you know why? Because 24 is my lucky number. There you yeah. go. There you go. That, that's huzzah huzzah write it down yeah it's in the history books now Kamujare. we can't oh. we can't go backwards now only yeah. forwards that's Did that's it. all we got let's call mom you want to just close Did it, it. close it right now before e- episode 25 we are, we're gonna have a new intro and everything <laughs> <laughs> to fuck up for 25 episodes <laughs> 24 episodes goodness gracious crazy how is that possible we've been here 24 times oh Okay, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, technically, yeah, technically twenty six. You and I, Justin, like it's I like thirty one, like thirty for yeah, us. Thirty one podcasts. Yeah. We used to do like video ones, which is weird. It, it was, was just, okay. It was just you and I sitting there looking at, at a, a table, a with camera. a camera with Michael behind it. Yeah, filming us. And it was really like, strange. He wasn't wearing pants. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering about that too. He was filming us like one of his French girls. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't get your reference. No, it's not funny. Don't laugh I was giving that. you a pity laugh just to start off with. That way you I, felt good going I, in. But me explaining more of this feels like it's just going to deteriorate your confidence. So. Hey, I'm used to pity everything oh. from people. Oh. So it's now ne- we're depressed. <laughs> it's never pity with me. It's always because I want to. It's always genuine. It's always genuine. Well, right on. So what's up, boys? What's happening? Welcome back. It feels like it's been forever. You know, it does. It's been a, the slowest two weeks, it seemed like. I have to disagree with you guys. I, well, I've, fuck you then. I feel like it's it's just like life in general anymore. Everything's just so quick. You feel like it? it feels, I feel like we literally were just here. And like you can't get rid of us? I don't mean it like that. I feel just, like that's how you mean it's, it. It's like. I'm going to take it that way. So I, I plan my weeks. I have one week I do this, the next week I do that. And I do the same thing all the time i don't change anything up it's always i have this this week on this night this that week on the the following week the other it's it's just and i think by doing that it just makes life go by quick and i know they say when you get older life goes by fast but yeah it's just it seems like it's flying by a lot faster than it should be you know whose week is it going by fast these people i've got i got five people whose life is not going by quick American Revolutionary Paul Revere, American General Stonewall Jackson, American Poet Shel Silverstein, American Actress Joan Crawford, 
and American serial killer John Wayne Gacy, they all died on this day. Really? So their their day's not going any quicker. Like the day that we're recording or the day <laughs> no, that they, this is released? The day this comes today. out. Uh, like literally uh, today. It was a shitty day for them. Yeah, they, they all died May 10th. Oh, wow. Oh. So, and a whole bunch of other people I've never fucking heard of. Most of those people were just misunderstood. Um, no, I'm pretty sure John Wayne Gacy was a prick. <laughs> he was the just hockey player. a little player. bit. A little bit, yeah. He was a hockey player. I used to have all of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Shel Silverstein, though, like, his his writing, like, was fan-fucking-tastic way before its time. Did you say Michelle? Shell. Shell? Yeah, where the oh, sidewalk ends. Okay, yeah, yeah. She, she was in Clueless? It's a dude. Oh. Yeah, a big bald she dude. She changed. A big bald dude He changed. He changed. Yeah. I'm sorry for Miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can be whatever you want to be. Now we're in trouble. Yeah. Well, um, and George Washington's brother from the North, George Vancouver, died today too. I'm sorry. You know that that was a joke. If I, by the way, if if it, we had made money off of this and we had we could just like record podcasts, in addition to this one and our movie one, I would love us to do a serial killer podcast where yeah. we talk for like an hour and then go so kill somebody <laughs> talk about what we did to them and get, get where tips. we hit their body yeah what kind of duct tape to use is best mm. that's how i what i do when i go and purchase vehicles I'm like hey, hey how big is that lay in the trunk see <laughs> you would no, I, no, no. just make sure i don't lock me in i'm I, i'm an average size guy thing is this day and age people are so used to like hidden camera shows and people being sarcastic pricks that they probably wouldn't even think anything of it. You right. can do that and, or actually fake it, though. So you can just, like, kick somebody in the face and then, like, point to nowhere. Like, you're on. You just whatever. got kicked in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think this world is getting too close to idiocracy to kick people in the nuts. We have entertainers as presidents and, yeah. Good well, shit. Guess what I'm doing on uh, June 11th, boys? Masturbating. Well, that's a given. Guess what else I'm doing on June 11th? June 11th. What's June 11th? Uh, I mean, it's not anything. Like, got, it's not like a holiday or anything like that. Uh, you're going to Tucson, Arizona. Close. Going I am to, going to Vegas, aren't you? Close. Damn, I got nothing then. I am going to Area take 51. to take the all day class to get my conceal and carry permit. a boy. Are you? Who are you doing it through? Tactical um, 88. Honestly, I don't know because my brother in law is the one he signed him and my sister up he has one he just has to renew it yeah. but he wants to get my sister trained on a gun and he knows that i have said that i've been interested in it and so he asked me if i wanted to and i said well yeah he said he will pay for it so it's like i can't say no to it absolutely I mean, not i just think that you know this day and age it's good to have something like that um i i a would definitely definitely use it responsibly I look at some of the jobs I do, like when I do security for a haunted house here in town, you know, I'm the one that's up by the ticket booth where all the money is. So if anything's going down, it's probably going to go down up there. Not that I would be trigger happy or anything like that, but if the scenario called for it, I would feel a little bit safer. Plus a couple of years ago when somebody was breaking into my house in the middle of the night when I was there, you were screaming that I had a flashlight. Ah. So it'd be nice to... Mm, eat it. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> we got that on tape that night. <laughs> but yeah, so it'd just be kind of interesting to have that. And I mean, I'm not saying that this is why I'm doing it, but 
I think you would have a different strut to your to your walk. Absolutely, knowing yeah. that you have a gun strapped to you. Yeah, because yeah. it's heavy. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> so. I definitely give you a a sense of bravado, knowing you're safe and uh, knowing your family's safe. Yeah, there's definitely pros and cons behind the gun. Oh, for sure. I think the number of shootings goes up massively when there's two guns involved, mm-hmm. opposed to there being one gun involved. But I see the benefit behind it. Like your brother-in-law being a military man, I don't think would steer you in the wrong direction. No. Because there's that massive respect for guns. Um, I, I look at it kind of like the karate kid. You know, he when Mr. Miyagi teaches Danielson karate, it's for defense only. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's you're not he's not teaching you to go out and just beat people up. To me, it would be the kind of the same thing with the gun. It's just like, you know, that's for the like ultimate scenarios. Absolutely. And, and the last case. I, I'm not going to if somebody's like verbally arguing with me, I'm not gonna be like, listen here, mother and like no, I wouldn't do that. Like it would take a lot for me to have to pull the gun out. Like you know, West Roads, for instance, when there that shooter was going off there a couple of weeks ago. Like I, it's not the time. It's it's just <laughs> yeah. you know, to have it in instances like that. And my brother in law brought up a point like there was a, a church shooting, I forget how many years ago, but there were two guys there oh, yeah. that had the concealing yeah, carry. Yeah. And they took the gunmen out. And if they wouldn't, I mean how many other people yeah. could have lost their oh, lives? Yeah. yeah. The, I think that was the one where the guy came in with a shotgun and yeah. didn't really hit anybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Huh. But and that's the thing, like, I could not live with killing somebody. I mean, if I saw a guy, like, shooting people and he's actually killing people and he's on a spree or whatever, then I'd probably aim for the head. But yeah, that's it's a just like story then. If, and whatever, it's, it's hard to say because it's like every instance is different, but it's like if I had to shoot, I'd probably shoot to just injure, right? not kill. Well, and that's a mentality that not a lot of people have because guns are generally one of those things that's, it's not intended to injure. Like when you pull the trigger, what you're pointing at should die. Like yeah. that's something they automatically teach you in in any type of military, in any type of armed security, in any type of police, sheriff. When you point the barrel of a gun at something, it is to end its life. That was always my thing with guns from being in a military family that didn't really hunt with guns. I mean, obviously we, we hunt with bows, but with guns, we never did it. So guns were always one of those things that if you intend to point a gun at something, you have to be, make sure you're right with Jesus. Cause that thing could have a gun as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, if you point a gun at something, you better be content with it being dead. Well, and luckily enough, I haven't had any instances in my life where I've had like interactions with guns and people. Like I said, the, the closest thing was that person trying to break in my house. Now, right. looking back on it, the person was under the influence, and I think they thought they were at their friend's house, and that they don't give them an them excuse. Oh. <laughs> he didn't make it. He uh, his, he died. His, yeah. Oh shit. They found he was his body was found in the park across the street from my house that the following morning because he went back to the party where he was at, and his friends apparently shot him and then ditched the body. Huh. So. Cause yeah, that's good friends. We, Cause I remember I was so paranoid the next day, and then there was this news about like they found a dead body in that park, and I'm like, oh my god! I said the the guy killed somebody, and then he was coming to try to break in the house to either kill me or hide or something like that. But then, so in, investigators called, and there's like you don't have to worry about it. That 
he, it's not released yet, but he was the deceased body that they found. I'm like, huh. Oh. So you could have saved his life. You know, I, I honestly, I think about that because, and it bugs me and people have told me this shouldn't, it should not bug you that you did that. But like the, when the police came and they were taught, they had him in custody and just the way they're talking, it was basically, you know, he is under the influence of stuff. And I just said, well, you know what? I don't think he was, it wasn't trying to harm in any way. So I'm not going to press any charges. Well, then that happened. It's like, but I was under the impression that they were going to take him to his home, but they didn't. They just let him go back to his friend's house. But I think, man, if I would have pressed charges, he would have been taken to jail for the night and he would have probably been safe. Hmm. But what if, what it could have should have type of things. You can't do that to yourself. Don't, so. don't shoot all over yourself. It's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the, the gun policies. I'm not up to date with the codes, I guess, especially with the state and how they're trying to change a lot of stuff or implement better rules. If you will, like there's talk about like, you know, teachers need to have guns and it's like, ah, not everybody is, is capable of, yeah. of holding something. No, no, no. It's, there's one thing it's like, you can be proficient with the weapon, but you're not proficient in the situation. Right. It's like, yeah, you can go Absolutely. to a range, but that, that does not give the same stressors mm-hmm. or adrenaline, the, the, the rush or not to fascinate, I guess. It, it's not, what's the word? Dramasize it. it well, it's yeah, not the same thing. It's not. They're two different things. Because you don't have, like you said, the pressure on you, like of a gunman or something or whatever. It's You're just standing in a shooting range, shooting at a piece of paper. Right. Yeah. Um, it, and the differences between a person and a target is you get two seconds to react not whenever you're comfortable some of those gun people do annoy me like there's one person i see daily who on his front door has a a gun target a little silhouette target with his shot grouping like why do you put that on your front door you know i know you're trying to use it as a deterrent but see i'm not going to be that type of person that's like pro guns it's a i am doing this for my safety family safety you know, if I had kids of my own that were living with me that were little, I might second guess doing that just right. because, and yeah, you put it in a safe and whatnot, but I mean, safes aren't uh, like foolproof. Like you, you, if you right. have a smart kid, they can figure out how to open it. And I mean, God, that would just, they got some pretty me good, if, uh, like they, if, if my kid got, got in the safe and whatever happened, but. Well, you got to think it's a double-edged sword, too. If you're buying a gun for safety and you're no, keeping it in a gun safe. Not a sword. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you buy a gun for self-preservation and you keep it in a safe, it's not like someone you. breaks into your house and you only have so long to react, are you going to run to the safe, put in the code? I agree that there are some guns that shouldn't be on the market. Yeah, you yeah. don't need an AR-15. No. You just don't. But buying a handgun to protect yourself, absolutely. That is your right. Buying a shotgun to hunt with, absolutely. That is your right. But buying an AR-15 because you have a small dick, that's that's not your right. Like buying an M1 Grand because your grandpa had one in the war, no, that – I'm going to get not. a musket. It's a relic. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Hang on. That ball. You <laughs> better not go the fuck away. Let me get my powder. Hun, where's my powder? <laughs> well, I know, like, I, I believe, and I could be wrong with this, but I think my brother-in-law has a safe where it's his thumbprint, so you don't have oh, to. that's something. Like, those voice-activated yeah. ones. I like those little shelves that are right above your bed, and you can just, like, hit the shelf, and a 
fucking shock yeah, you. John <laughs> wicked the shit out of that. You start getting hot and heavy in bed, and you're like, yeah, take yeah. it, bitch, and the fucking gun Whoopsie. falls on her. I'm more of a blade Whoopsie. guy myself. A yeah. What? If you notice, well, I don't know if you have noticed, but this is probably stupid putting it out on air. I might cut this out, but... <laughs> in, in, almost, in almost every single room of my house, there is a blade somewhere hidden. So <laughs> you're like Dwight from the office. <laughs> oh no, I've got I've got two knives within arm's reach of my bed. Well, I have I have one of those butterfly knives, but it's just like I mean I can't Ow. exactly. Right. I I always take advice when I have that. I always think to myself, uh, wh- what did John Travolta teach? Well, technically, it was. Nicholas Cage Nicholas. as John Travolta. He taught his daughter when he gave her the butterfly knife, you stab it and then you twist, twist. it so the wound won't close. Thanks, John Travolta. Papa's got a brand new bag. Just depends on what you're stabbing. Yeah, I fucking it. love that movie so much. Oh, it's it's so unrealistic. It's so bad, but it's, but it's great. It, I believe it, and it's it's great. Nice. One of my favorite Nicholas Cage movies. Well, so I was rushing here. Trying to make oh, you're it. Not. On top. You're Italian. I'm an Italian here. Uh, I was I was hurrying really fast to get here. I got off work and then I had to go pick up some underage girls and then I had to hurry up over here. So God. He's talking about his daughters, listeners. Stop it. They can't no. drive. They're underage. They can't drive. Yeah. They don't have the The one's almost getting there, isn't she? She's five. She's only got like She's eleven five. years to go. <laughs> yeah. Although by the time she is it'll probably be like the age to drive will be twelve by the time. You right. can get a permit, a ten of ten. 10 o'clock, 10 year old permit. Actually, that's when I first started driving. That was when I was with my foster family. Mm-hmm. I used to have to drive them from bar to bar. So when you were doing a lot of things, I'll give them <laughs> names. Yeah. <laughs> fucking this guy over here. Uh-huh. I was oh, 12. Don't, I was 11 going on 12. Don't, don't call him 12 inch Justin for nothing. Mm, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, dude. That's <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so more time. Speaking of. I want to start this off with a, a few. Speaking of eating it? Yeah. Eat speaking it. of eating Eat it. <laughs> we had uh, some listener questions I wanted to read off here. Really? Yeah. All right. This is bullshit. You're full of it. His, his eyes give it away. <laughs> he made it. Your mouth it. gives it away that you're full of bullshit. This is, this is listener submitted stuff here. Sure. I'll find out in two seconds. Let me text my sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's other people. Uh, the first one here. It says, I love your guys' podcast. Hey. Yeah, that's not real. (laughs) Is there any chance of future giveaways? Sure. Actually, a great giveaway option you can do. If you go to Zazzle.com where we have- That's not a giveaway. That's that's the buying. Let me finish. You go to Zazzle.com. Look at all of our amazing merchandise we got. We got water bottles. We got stickers, T-shirts, all that fun yeah, shit. Shirts, we've got, cups, keychains, magnets, bumper stickers, so much, regular stickers. So much merch. We're on also our table waiting right approval now. on the uh, penis cast. We do have a friend who's trying those out to get their reviews, but once he's done with our penis casts, he'll let us know. Yeah, we we'll keep going. That was that was weird. But anyway, <laughs> all this merch free giveaway though. Um, if you buy two of any item, you can give one away for free. <laughs> This is true. It is true. And we're also going to start selling the underwear that's going to be boundies, uh, boundless undies. <laughs> and if you aren't 100% satisfied, if you take a picture of yourself in them, send them back for free, we'll do and, something with them. And all the, pro- <laughs> all the proceeds go to a very good charity. The Taco Just Bell Fund? What, whatever you think is a good charity, <laughs> it's going there. No, but, but seriously, if this is a real question, <laughs> I mean, we could do tons of like, we're not like anything special, but if, if you want to like, 
go to dinner or lunch with us. We're more than welcome to <laughs> That's take you to Taco Bell. I'm not, I'm not trying to <laughs> rain on anybody's parade here, but I we just we need to get more in, engagement with people before we do stuff like well, that. Well, we got these questions here, so I don't there believe, are people who I don't are believe they're all real. These That's people. fucked up. I don't believe they're real. That's yeah. fucked up. Anyway, so here's the next question. Oh, uh, speaking of the boundless undies, um, they are boundless, so that means there there's no waistband to it. They're one size, so they'll just fall fits, right off. One size fits. We're working most. on something. That's but, how we like it. Yeah. Next question: Are any of you guys mechanically inclined? If so, I had a question. I got this cool black hatchback, and I wanted to know what's the quickest way to get blood out of the trunk upholstery. <laughs> Also, would spraying bleach on the stains compromise any chance of being incriminated hypothetically? Well, if it's a black hatchback, and this I know from from experience because I do as well have a black hatchback. If you use bleach to get the stains out, it will bleach the interior. It'll Monica Lewinsky it. So the best thing to do with the interior is the blood won't show up very well. So what you need to do is mix one-third to one ratio between water and OxyClean. That will tone down the color of the blood. Billy Mays here. And it will just – it will tone it down enough so all you will see is the interior. You won't see the blood. Now, it won't get it out. If someone wants to get into it and do a DNA test, it will still be there and you'll still be fucked. But as for the visual test, Mm. it will pass. I think the the best thing to do, torch it. Let me write Um, this down. Are you kidding? Torch it. We all can't afford afford new Ford Focuses every Uh, week, bud. I didn't get a Ford Focus. I know. You got like a big car. I I got it. You went from the smallest car on the market to a a mom van. (laughs) I don't have a mom van. Close. All right. It's for my future family. Next fictitious question. Let me me write these down. What was the measurement? All this was for that. All this was for this. This is his his punchline right here. All right. Uh, next question. <clears throat> I want to get my kid into swimming lessons. I'm trying to increase their lung capacity. Would you re- recommend holding them underwater at bath time? I feel like it will activate their stress levels equivalent to competing in a race. I feel like my position is logically sound. Could you please explain to my wife why this is a good idea? Great show, guys. It's funny because one of my fun facts for my topic has to do with holding kids underwater. So you know. All right. Go ahead and answer this. Well, How is he right about this one well um is this for just answer the listener's question yeah i was gonna say your kids names but i don't know i should say them on airs <laughs> but uh it's if not for my kids if they're if That's they're rude. uh older than six months it's probably not a good idea to hold them underwater so if they're <laughs> under six months yeah you can hold them under for as long as you want because they're natural born swimmers <laughs> right Okay. <laughs> they come out of the Ew. they come out of the pipe swimming. Wow. <laughs> good good answer. Good answer there. I think you you'll satisfy his wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, last question. Say okay. you are developing strong feelings for one of the two guys you host with. You think one of them knows? What should I do? What would you do? Who wants to answer that one? I'd go for it. Yeah. Go for Actually, it. Actually, I would um Hold on, let me wait. Mm, eat it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every gets funnier. Why? Every time. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, you think that's smart if he just goes for it? Who just put their Justin? Is that your foot in my crotch right now? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Just Oops. go for. I'd go. For, I'd go for it on air. That's the only way to get more viewers. <laughs> okay. Here it goes. 
This isn't me by no means. This is, I'm just saying. I mean, this, these, are, these are listener submitted questions. We're just trying to please the fans here. So, well, and what makes you think it's you? <laughs> yeah, geez, I mean, Mr. Fucking Humble. I mean, over like, here. we don't even know who. You should feel how far his toes are up my anus right now. <laughs> <laughs> the anus. Uh, I, I had something and now it, it slipped my mind. Oh, come back. Oh, please come back. <laughs> this fucking guy over here. I know. It'll, it'll, it'll come to me eventually. That's my line. You can't use my line. Oh, a, I know oh. what it was. Lonnie, I'm going to ask you a question here. Sure. I want your honest um, opinion answer. Seven inches hard. Do you, okay. Do you think it's weird slash okay if a friend of mine asked me to take his wife out on a date and she wanted to go on a date with me. Uh, you just have to you take her out to dinner, sh- shake her hand, say goodbye, go home, jerk Whoops. off, and you're done. Okay. Because, take her out dancing. Because Justin asked me to take his wife out on a date. Last she week. wanted to go out. And I was like, I got to edit, bitch. <laughs> Minus the... Uh, Edit part I, minus the bitch part. Your your wife's scary. Am I? Able, I've been getting that a lot. Am lately. I able to like? A lot of people are like, your wife is scary. She's frightening. I'm like, what? Am I'm I not al- seeing it. She, your wife is it. so nice. Your, your am wife, I allowed your to? So cool. To are you asking me? Steal third when I take her out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Are we? Are we? Uh, is this? Are you asking me permission? So do you, you think you can cuck your you can cuck Justin's wife? <laughs> do you think Justin Milani looks like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> then why you treat him like one? He. I would love. I would love to make a parody of Justin as <laughs> Marcellus Wallace. Just the one scene. <laughs> and you, John Travolta. Fuck. I'll even play. I'll even play me and Wallace no. to do this. We'll fucking dance at Jack Rabbit Slims. Do the twist. Uh, she wants to go play pinball at beer. Cave. Like, is this real life right now? Are you? This is yeah. Uh, yeah. This is this. I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. yeah. I was kind because, of wondering about how you were feeling. Like when you, because didn't you question it when I texted you it? Well, yeah, because it's you. I'm like, okay, are you serious? Like, I thought like you were gonna like. I thought you two were going, and you were just gonna see if I wanted to tag along. But you were gonna make it seem like yeah, you and Crystal can go out on a date, take my wife out stuff and then as the conversation is going on I'm like he's fucking serious because so so Chris, so justin asked you to take crystal out to play pinball because crystal wants to play pinball with you she just wants to play pinball that was that was the thing he and i'm just, like he couldn't leave because we didn't have a sitter or anything okay i mean i guess and, i could have just asked jeremy to and, is it sit and edit <laughs> well okay so that so it's not like she requested jeremy uh, she was looking into some of her other friends. One of them was out of town. The other one, I guess they had other priorities. And then she's so, like, she asked me, she's like, would it be weird if I asked Jeremy? And I'm like, so just like all other women, Jeremy wasn't the first choice. Why do you got to put it like that? <laughs> are you trying to tear him down early? We're not even 30 minutes in. We are 30 minutes oh, and 24 wow. seconds. Now we are. <laughs> I don't think it's weird at all because no, I would, I would consider she is in one of the friends in the friend group, I would be terrified because I don't know if you've ever seen Justin do his fight dancing. 
as capoeira. No, I was, I was, I was just kidding. I no, just wanted I, to bring that up. Absolutely. I, then I he was trying to guilt trip me by sending like videos of her, like all sad and depressed. I'm like, I, I just getting her, just getting you a healthy realization about how she's gonna feel. Just, I, like you saying that she's gonna have a disappointing night. Yeah, the whole night. Oh, probably because <laughs> we're going. She wants to go to. She's a, gonna be like, beer never club. ask Jeremy to go with me again. We, uh, me, he just bitched the entire time. It's like bringing he was a girl. crying in the corner. <laughs> every me, girl we passed. Me and uh, another mutual friend of me and Jeremy's, we were all going to go out, and Jeremy didn't want to go into a, a place with me and another mutual friend. So Jeremy decided to go to Beercade, which is arcade slash bar. So he went in there, and we went down about a block to another bar. And we spent our time in there when we turned around to go in and Jeremy's sitting in the corner by himself in the bar, just kind of doing anything. The bartender is absolutely gorgeous. She's a friend of mine. He reminds me of like the type who would probably just write up little stories on napkins in a bar. <laughs> I was sitting at the biggest booth possible. But yeah. It could have held 30 people. <laughs> Kicking your feet, not touching the floor. But uh, yeah, my friend, my friend Anna was the bartender. And of course I go straight in and say hi to her. And then I went to Jeremy and he's like, Hi guys. Like just like out of his norm. Like how do you feel out of your norm in a room full of video games? Like that's heaven. I never was a huge video game person. But why would you choose to go there? Because it was the only other place it was either that or a porn shop to wait for you guys. And I think <laughs> why didn't you go there? There's a there's a time limit because <laughs> you guys were gonna be like an hour or two. Yeah. Cause you the thing you were going to and I didn't want to go there because there's other people there I didn't want to see. At the time, that's and fair. So I went there and I just sat in the corner. Just go to the porn shop because they will they will take care of you. Like if you go and yeah. ask them about some of the products, they're like, "This one kind of zaps yeah, you." Yeah, but try this one on your two, nipples. And you're like, "Ah!" Two uh, hours in a place like then, that. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> you need to. You really need to consider a career as a an anime porn voiceover person. <laughs> Do it right now. Try try to. to <clears throat> Mm, eat it. <laughs> How do you do that? Uh, no. no. That was my, that was, my I remember my that. My voice. Because I remember, like, I took that. <laughs> I t- sent you guys that picture from uh, uh, Polar Express of that creepy kid, like, looking out the window. I'm like, this, this is me right now. <laughs> now, now didn't I, we uh, leave and go to another beer arcade? Yeah, there's a, another one, which I th- thought was a lot better than the Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh. hate Benson. Like, and here's how That's the, my stomping grounds, yo. Here's how the progression of Omaha. Live in Benson, hate Benson. The progression of how Omaha is going. So the major areas in Omaha, the old market used to be the best. Now the, the old market is shitty. Then they so got rid of the from, slides. No, the slides <laughs> are still there. The slides are the only thing is it really? left. It's been a while, but they ripped out all that other area. So it used to be the old market was the best place to go to, and then Benson came. Now Benson's the best place to go to, and then. Blackstone came, and Blackstone's the best place to go to. And now they're redoing 13th Street in the old market. Now it's the place to go to. And then now Dundee's coming in, and it's the best place to go to. Like it's a constant cycle of trying to one-up each other. Like That's just marketing. And they're just pushing the hipsters from one side of town to the next and the next. It's they will so follow. fucking annoying. Nobody wants to get rid of the – or everybody's trying to get rid of the hipsters, but nobody wants to take yeah, them. Yeah, like, nobody wants to take them, yeah. so they're just like, fuck, get rid of them. I, I like this place I before think, it was cool. I think Council Bluff should be the place fuck where they no. come. And yeah. No, you guys keep them. <laughs> make an island? Why don't they just make Carter Lake where all the hipsters go? 
That's because that's where everybody retires at. They're... No, it's not. It's where all the meth heads go because they not can't all afford... of them. Yeah, it's a good number of them. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. That's what you know. What Carter Lake has it has it has dumps, the airport, and and meth heads, dead bodies in the bottom of the lake. Yeah. Probably. To end a long story, this Saturday I'm supposed to be taking Justin's wife out. Oh yeah. Hot. You guys are still doing that? I don't know. If if I don't hear from her, I guess not. Well, well uh, I'll have her turn you down at the last minute. Well, well I, I work all day, so if yeah. she does, I'll probably be tired anyway. So. Cool. Well, I hope uh, you have a good time, and I hope her husband doesn't find out. Do I need? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to shave my balls? <laughs> She's Don't. gonna kill me if she listens to this. <laughs> oh. oh, so who's up first tonight? Um, no, he's on second. <laughs> that's not funny. Yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way. Since mine, mine's kind of shorter. Um. <laughs> So before I start this, I, oh. know, I know a lot of things I say. That's what our products are says. are offensive, and I know that's you part of say. part of the joy of this podcast is we can say offensive things that piss off a lot of people. But this is kind of one of those gold star warnings where I want to say there is nothing funny, and there's nothing nothing that should be taken from making fun of people with mental illness. Everything I'm about to say is satirical. It's all joking-wise. These are just some mental illnesses that I found that are humorous to me. People who have these are struggling in real life. No mental illness should be taken as a joke or taken any less seriously than any of them. If you know anyone, anyone who has a mental illness, just respect the struggle they are going through. All right? Well, now I'm going to click back into podcaster mode here after that PSA. And shit all over And them. shit all over <laughs> All right. So with that said, these are the top five most fucking metal mental illnesses of all time. I was Did cool. you, was that a slip when you said metal? Metal. They are metal, metal, mental. Is that? Metal, mental illnesses. Okay. I didn't know if you meant to say mental, but it's, you said metal. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. metal, mental oh, illnesses. Make fun of the mental. <laughs> and okay. That's fucked up. And if anyone wants to, anybody wants to come at me for doing this list, I have fucking manic OCD, severe anxiety, depression. He will fight you I, as soon as he's I, done checking if the yeah, doors are locked. I will, I will make sure my shoes are tied three times. And I will fucking take you out. I have the right like, to make fun of How is he dodging me. all of my moves? <laughs> I have the right to, the, to talk about mental illnesses, motherfucker. You got the right. I earned this. <laughs> but anyway, top five. I'm going to start with five and go up. Number first one is Stenhold syndrome. What Stenhold syndrome is, is you suffer from severe anxiety from being around large amounts of art. Really? Like, yeah, like going into an art museum or a place that's having an art show, you just freak the fuck out. You can't handle it. As well as going to something that would be traditionally seen as beautiful, like you go into a Zen garden or you go see a waterfall or you go see something where traditionally beautiful or you go to a fashion show with a bunch of beautiful models or something like that. How is it that? It makes you I mean, like, freak out. Anything can be identified as like art yeah it's, it's completely subjective so is it just like something that is like just not as contorted to the environment there's like different things that just don't match and or? it's different for different people but it's just it it classified as art or classified as beautiful it's different from patient to patient like some I, part of me 
it, that sounds mean, but part of me like wants to call certain things like bullshit. <laughs> right. I, but it's, it's, it's an actual thing. It's a, it's a and I believe that. diagnosed mental illness. So somebody who suffers from that wouldn't have issues if they went to a strip club here and council bluffs. Yeah. <laughs> this they, is an artistic <laughs> as fuck. It's not if, beautiful. If they, if they went to uh Lipsticks, they would not have trouble. It would At the be playhouse. They they would not uh, be scared of the appendix scars and the knife wounds. <laughs> oh man, it would be. They don't be work fun. there anymore. Yeah. Well, I, we lost some listeners. All right, that nope. work at lipstick. <laughs> I miss dipsticks. I used to go there all the time. Now it's just the pool hall, which I think is a much better name for a male strip club. The it's pool. not what they it's called. Q, they went from Q-sticks to Q-sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, fictitious disorder. From that name, do you guys have any idea what fictitious disorder is? It's like they think everything is fake. Any guesses? Um, I was going to say the same thing he did. Uh, fictitious disorder is being obsessed with being sick. Not like hypochondria where you think you're going to be sick with everything. Fictitious disorder is... It's like... Where, like, you love being sick. Like, you love the attention you get from like being Munchausen. sick. You, I was going to say, isn't this it's something like, you kind of talked about It's like Munchausen, before? but it's yourself. Like, with Munchausen, it's it your you kids. by proxy. Yeah. Well, no, there's Munchausen by proxy and Munchausen by, by you know, self. Yeah. There's two different types. And one is, like, more attention-based. And the other one is a legitimate, like, fear of, like, hospitals and et cetera. Yeah. So these people like being sick they it love, gives them worth yeah it, it gives them worth it gives them self-worth and and they just love the the feeling of being sick get they will go out of their way to get sick like they won't wear layers in the winter they will purposely eat foods that make them sick they will eat undercooked foods they will they will just do things to make them sick because they they, they it's an obsession inject their intravenous line of with fecal matter yeah <laughs> UEs. They get. They'll give themselves pink eye. They That's will. not sanitary. Yeah. So Interesting. Fictitious I, disorder. I don't know why you would like to be sick. It's I mean, the pity. You get the attention. You get the pity. It gives you worth that. Like somebody is actually caring for me. Like it, it's kind of like the. I forget exactly what it's called, but you need to feel like a patient, even though you're the one who is doctoring yourself to feel that way. I was right. going to say the only time I ever enjoyed being sick was like. When you work really, really hard and it's just like, it's constant. And then you feel like you're coming down with like your body aches and shivers and it's like, oh, I can you just, I can have a day off. You and just I can, ran yourself I, ragged. I can, yeah. I can rest, but I mean, it's not that I enjoy how you feel, but it's like, I enjoy the idea of like, oh, I can have a day off from work and well, just rest. In most of these and generally all five of these are all kind of based off schizophrenia. They're all going to be mentally based. That's a fun one. Yeah. For some. Yeah. Number three is capgrass delusions. Cat grass? Cap grass. Okay. What cap gas delusion is people Did you say it different every time? I think so. <laughs> cap grass. Cap ass. Cap. <laughs> Grab ass. C A P G R A S. With booty ass. Cap grass. Grab ass. Delusion. We're gonna go with Um that's a people thinking that people or places or things have been switched out by an exact double. I've done that before. Like thinking, somebody broke into my house and replaced everything with exact replicas. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, for example, like we only get to really see each other once every week. So it'd be like coming together and being like, you're not you, you're an exact copy of you. So you need to know a code word before we 
Well, continue. Or like, like you go out to start your car and you're like, this isn't my car. Like whose car is this? But it's your car, but it's an exact copy of your God, car. I could, if somebody having that, I could see how you could go crazy mm-hmm. super quick. Yeah. And in, in like stories, they're written about changelings. And so it's like an actual diagnosis of thinking changelings. Changelings are fairies that go in and make an exact copy. I feel like, I mean, if you had a positive mentality about that, you're like, oh, this is different. <laughs> right. It's like, but it's the same thing. <laughs> but it, it, but it's not, it's, it's a, it's a terrible disease. Like people, like I said, it's on the schizophrenia level of your brain just can't handle the fact that like Jeremy, you are not Jeremy. You are someone who looks like Jeremy if I had a and nickel. sounds like Jeremy, but you're not Jeremy. It's just that weird that weird brain can't process that you're wrong a person. human being, but you're the wrong version of you. Wrong person, wrong time. Right. That's... Number two, I got to look up. I gotta you got to go up. number two already? <laughs> I can smell it. While you're doing that, it's kind of weird that you brought this up because you know how on YouTube it gives you suggested videos based off of things you watched? Yeah. But sometimes the things that they suggest, it's like, how the fuck did, did you, you get, get yeah. that from what I've been watching? Right. It's like actual footage from the 70s at like a mental hospital where like a doctor sits down and they talk with somebody that suffers from schizophrenia. Oh, I think I know what you're and, talking about. And it's, it's like shorter haired guys sitting in the yeah, chair. And he's got really shiny skin. The like, guy. Yeah. Like the psycho hits a uh, schizophrenia delusional. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's crazy. Cause then it was like showing other videos and it's crazy how similar they are. Like they asked them a question and it's just like, they have the longest pause and it's like, they're listening to somebody before they answer and it's they're very interesting like i'm glad those are suggested and i watch it because it is kind of interesting to to watch and then there was one of this lady i mean the lady one man she just she just seemed so sweet you just wanted to hug her because they know there's something wrong with them right so it's kind of interesting that you brought this up for your topic and those were just reminds me of that tv show sense eight where you had like eight different people who you kind of share they can kind of inhabit your body in certain times. Like I am a pianist who needs to get into this door, but one of my personalities is a criminal who knows how to break a lock. And so they kind of share each other's body. Right. Like it's confusing. Like the show quantum leap back in the day. If you think about, if you think about (laughs) that show from like a deeper level, like that show was definitely about DPD, which is dissociative personality disorder. That show was nothing, had nothing to do with, what it actually was like he wasn't from the future he wasn't going back trying to save people he just had extreme personality disorder that whole show was him just imagining he was somebody else what was it was it it iggy was that the name of the yeah thing that he had the little device yeah that was Uh, a good show yeah did you like i always kind of grouped those i mean they're totally different shows but sliders or quantum leap quantum leap for me or time tracks (laughs) never seen time tracks 100% 100% leap. Okay, so number two. I got to hear this, the pronunciation of it. Sound it out. Use your words. <laughs> Apodomnophilia. Uh, how'd you do that with your voice? So apodomnophilia. Uh, apodomnophilia is the urge to want to amputate parts of your body. Like you just randomly, I, I don't want these fingers anymore, and you cut your fingers off. Actually, I don't want this leg. I cut my leg off. That could like be a it's, very... a, it's a mental illness that strikes in your brain that you just – don't want to have all your limbs. That could be a very quick uh, mental illness. You only yeah. have so many limbs. Exactly. 
and it's on the more rare side, but it does exist. I think I suffer from a bit of that because I am constantly cutting things off. See how smooth I am? Fingernails? And hair. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. But yeah, one of those things that it's just, it's so fucking metal that your body can go, you don't need limbs, cut them off. I mean, it'd suck to have it, but from an outside perspective, I feel like fuck? anything you come up with is a disorder. It is these days too, right? I like to some show, of some of the disorders seem up my nose. Very questionable. If you can combine two disorders, what would you? What would you want super disorder? I'd, I'd have to think on that for the life of me, and I can't remember what it was called. I was going through movies the other night, and I found this movie, and it was about this girl who would eat things. Everybody eats things. Yeah. Mm, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you set that up on purpose? No. Okay. <laughs> but it, it was perfect. No, but she would eat like, it started small and she ate like a marble. And then she, by the end of it, she was eating like tacks and pieces of glass and razors. It was set up to be a disturbing film. It really wasn't because I've seen way too much disturbing shit in my day for it to be a disturbing film. I'm always but- reminded of that one chick who like carries an industrial toilet paper with her and just like, eats toilet paper all day like ugh <laughs> clean crystal's still doing that <laughs> <laughs> that's how she say, stays so fit <laughs> what's that it's not a disorder well i guess it could be you know that like i think he's like an asian guy that can eat glass and it anybody can eat glass pop. if you're brave enough but he eats it like <laughs> everybody eats it once. like popcorn it's just, just rock candy sugar glass yeah that's all oh, it is. Oh. he's a fake he's a fraud he could be but he might not be so i don't <laughs> All right, boys, you ready for the number one most metal mental illness of all time? Let's hear it. Is it something we know? No, probably not. Okay. Number one, it's called Cotard's Delusion. Cotard's? You can't say that. Cotard's Delusion. That's that. No, no. We'll we'll edit that out. (laughs) Uh, What it is is you you think you're dead or you think your insides are rotting out. Isn't that a Ramones song? Cotard's? Cotard's Delusion. Delusion. Yeah. So basically, the the people who have this disease think they are either dead or that their insides are are rotting away, and they're just they're just content with it. And those people will generally either starve to death or they will just die of famine. Not even famine, but just like lack of anything. A lot of them will be put in mental institutions and have to be intravenously fed through IVs or tubes. A lot of the stories I watched on it where people will just they'll be like, well, I'm dead, so I'm just going to lay here until, you know, everything goes away. And they'll literally lay there and starve to death. Do you feel it's probably a disorder and I feel like all of us have it because we consume so much negative news just for this podcast. (laughs) We're we're injuring our minds with all this, like, man, this is fucked up watching this. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Present it on (laughs) a, it's a possibility. What is that that called? Find that. Uh, humanism. Oh yeah. So you think you're dead or undead or just not necessarily. Like you literally think you're dead. Like you are not living anymore. Your heart's and it's not, not beating. You're it's dead. not the emo like. No, not the. I don't matter. No, it's like literally. You think you are dead. Huh. If I knew somebody that suffered from that, I would just act like they're invisible. Emo? Make them think that. No. No. Cotard. I would. I do that with emo. He doesn't exist. <laughs> you're, you're. Don't dead. talk to him. He thinks you're he's not, people. You're not only dead inside. You're dead it'd, outside. It'd be interesting to find somebody that suffers from any of those really and interview them. Right. Yeah. 
It's just, and you know, looking at this, I went through so many mental disabilities because I had this idea and I wanted to do this because being on my own mental illness journey, one of the things that helps me get through it is I read other people's journeys because that's been my hardest thing is thinking I'm isolated and I'm alone. Like that's what gets me. But in all actuality, like I'm not a unique snowflake. Like there's tons of other people who've been through my my own shit and I have to realize that. But then I like find lists upon lists upon lists upon lists of other crazy shit going on. And I was just like, huh, that's fucked up. Wow, that's really fucked up. Like there was one called Allison Wonderland Syndrome. That th- sounds like an amazing one. Like there was only – I think there's only been like four or five reported cases. But people get so lost in the elements like they're around. They just don't know what's going on. And they're just – they feel like they're they're lost and they just start communicating with anything, it's like thinking so it's many, alive. So many logic breaks and you're like, whoa, what, what is this now? Right. There it's like is. I always thought like vertigo so. would be an awesome – disorder to have until i am probably sure until i actually would have it yeah it's like maybe i probably second guess this <laughs> like some people i do know who do have it they they have like mild cases of it yeah and it's like they have to sit down to just do some stuff it's like i mean that's, that's in comparison to some of these feeling worthless type of thing that's that'll be a, a manageable disorder right unless you're driving another weird coincidence with this list is a suggested thing on my youtube was top 10 scariest underwater animatronics. There is a fear that people have out there of underwater animatronics, and it's called submechanophobia, which okay. is, I mean, I was going to say it's it's weird because there's probably, you think of it, there's probably a phobia to it, but there's people actually out there that freak out over underwater animatronics so like the shark and and jaws and this is a video i think you would like lonnie you should you should look it up because they actually have like top 10 lists and they show these animatronics some of them are freaky as shit and like after watching the video i'm like part of me might have that sub mechanophobia or whatever it's called because it's just like i especially one the camera just like it's this like dragon looking thing that's underwater and it's in the murky water and the camera just comes up on it and I'm like, oh my God, like I just got the shivers. Right. Like, can you imagine like, hey, these, most of these are at like amusement parks. So the chances of you swimming in this, but it's like, I think of the people that have to do maintenance on those things. And it's like, you have, oh, to, God. You have, to, you have, you have to dive underwater it and it's like, you, they have to do it first thing in the morning. So it is kind of dark and they just have her flashlights. And it's like, probably murky before uh, you actually get it. And then yeah, it reveals right. like, oh, every single time. I know. I like every my, time. <laughs> my butthole is puckering right now thinking about it. So, well, and there's so many of them that were like region specific. Like there's a, a France phobia where it's like people who go to France get scared. Like that's so specific. I'm sure three people in the history have ever got scared of France and it's a phobia or like there's a bunch of weird things, but these five I found like they're so off the wall and they had so many ongoing cases, like numerous amounts of people were diagnosed with these cases. I was like, well, apparently they're real things. Like, yeah, I mean, I think certain like phobia today's climate, they, they vilify you if you have like a certain phobia. Like I'll address my my homophobia. I guess I'm homophobic because uh, you don't like, you know. Every time I've you had are. A, I, I guess say, you never you never you're never homophobic when Jeremy's sucking your dick. That's different. But like every time I've had a penis in my mouth, I didn't like it. 
but that's mm, eat it. I think we meet her. We met her. <laughs> but yeah, no. Every time I've had a penis oh, in my God. mouth, it wasn't pleasant. I'm like, nope, I don't like this. You could so, have fooled me. Yeah, yeah. Look, especially when I you're, do it. You're looking up to. at him. Like, <laughs> you're so good. <laughs> Are you putting garlic in your mouth too? <laughs> it's it's like pop rocks. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. That's flavored. That's my my topic for the night. What else we got? That's it. Bye. Ciao. Oh, see you. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. We can go with mine next. A river dirty. <laughs> go ahead. Sure. So I had so many problems trying to find a topic for this week. I didn't want to do anything sad and depressing. I didn't want to do anything that's overdone. I didn't want to do anything that didn't involve something fun. I had a few ideas. One of them was kind of conceited because it was going to be like, get to know Jeremy. And I was going to tell some facts about me that people don't know. And I was going to have you guys ask two questions each. I was going to message you beforehand. come up with two questions. I have to answer them honestly. But then I thought you guys would take it the wrong way and you'd come up with ridiculous stupid stuff will we do, so that? I didn't do we that. should that's up. we should do an episode like, like two that truths i think we should eventually here two truths the but, boundless pod trap two truths and lie episode yeah but then i also thought that hey you know we're going to be releasing shorty films first short film one more body here soon and soon after that the last goodbye and so we need to film something whether it would be the next one we film or not, I was going to say we're going to come up with a idea right now between the three of us. We're going to come up with like a plot, like a, a location and come up with the film here. But I was like, eh, that could be boring for the listeners. Maybe. We just did. So we got five yeah. scenarios. So what I ended up doing, I'm not too thrilled with it is I looked up and I found 50 fun, interesting facts that you probably didn't know. Some of them I've reading through. I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I didn't know that. And that's kind of interesting. Other ones I'm like, yeah. So there's 50 here. Some we'll delve more into as I say it. Some we'll just read it and go on. Before so, we do get into that, and it's funny that uh, you bring that up because I did have a Shorty Films pitch I was going to throw at you off podcast. But when we get done tonight, I do have one I want to pitch to you. Okay. It's my first comedy idea. Oh, boy. So, so it's it shouldn't be too difficult to film. Yeah. <laughs> Your ideas are great, but I'm like, oh, my God, these would be like – like your car one with the navigation system. Like, I love that, but I'm like, we'd have to have a budget for that one. <laughs> this one, we do not need a budget. Yeah. All right. So the first fun fact here, a single sneeze travels 100 miles per hour and shoots 100,000 germs into the air. 100,000 germies? Yeah. So Jeez. think about that, all you people that were non-mask wearers for this COVID time. When you sneeze and your shit went all over the place. It was traveling 100 miles per hour into my face, into my system, causing me to get COVID. It's not all about you, Jeremy. Well, at least you're blaming them and not me anymore. Well, it wasn't you. I know who it was that got us sick. <laughs> I'm just not going to throw them under the bus. <laughs> Number two, you're born with just one pint of blood, but by the time you're an adult, you have four to five quarts of blood. How does that happen? Magnets. Magnets. <laughs> yeah. The human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap. So I can, Lonnie can make. <laughs> I can make sixteen bars of soap. Uh, Fuck you. Now this is one I want you guys to try. It is impossible to hum while holding your nose. Uh, That's not. <laughs> it's a hum. How do you hum? Um, you nope. can't do no, it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're not even. That's not a hum. That, 
<laughs> your freaking bottom lip flutters when you do that. So uh, thank you. All right. The silhouette on the NBA logo is Hall of Fame Los Angeles Laker Jerry West. I know you're a big fan of him. <laughs> <Justin>. <laughs> you, you never fucking shut up about Jerry West. <laughs> I knew it. This fucking guy. All right. Number six, all humans have an automatic dive reflex. When your face is submerged in cold water or when you hold your breath, your heart slows and your blood vessels narrow to conserve oxygen. Yes. You knew that? Yeah. I figured that was a Justin fact that he would know. It's when you're, it, it kind of goes into survival thing. Just to uh, survive, you need to warm the organs. So, but did you know your body also has a a factor in it? When you come out of water, you automatically look sexier. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Only if it's slow mo, though. Yeah, if slow mo, you come out of the water and flip your hair, you automatically look. We sexier. should go to a pool and just like all the, all three of us get out of the pool at the same time and just go in slow motion and make people think like, wow. Like, Man, that fucker's sexy. Like fast times. Not that one. That one. So, <laughs> so number seven here has to do with the question that you asked. I mean, our viewer asked, listener asked. <laughs> what? Newborn babies can't drown because their windpipes close in response to being submerged. However, that reflex disappears at six months. But we do not recommend testing this odd fact at home. Okay. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird though to think that? A baby can't drown. Well, like, I, mean, I feel like that it, can't be true. It lived in liquid for the first nine months yeah, but of it was its con- life. Connected to a, a tube. A tubey. Tubing. 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 Tube. <laughs> tubey. Now, this one might be a little bit different for me because I have a messed up stomach, but your stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve metal. Yes, I knew that. that. Yeah, I've seen soft. It takes, what was it, like less than a month to dissolve a penny or something like that? Really? Something like that? I, yes. Let's, let's, let's set that to a. I'm going to shit in a jar and we'll put metal in it and see if it... Well, if you pass it... You ask us all the time why you can't find a girlfriend and then you say shit like that. (laughs) I'm going to shit in a jar for a month. Hey, anyways, number nine. Why all dolphins call each other by name? I I knew that. What does it sound like? That's not a dolphin, that's a whale. No, a whale is... (laughs) 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 Moving on. (laughs) The average lifespan of an MLB baseball is just seven pitches. Really? Well, that's because it's gone by then. Yeah, usually. uh, They They explode. I always hated as, like, I played baseball, but I always hated watching MLB on TV, even when I was into baseball, because it was so boring. But every time, like, a pitcher would throw the ball... And it would like barely touch the ground. They'd have to switch balls out. I'm like, come on, you pussy. Because it changes the aerodynamics of the ball. You just put a little bump on it. That's it. Mm. Fucking Sammy Sosa. All right, number 11. Golf is the only sport to have been played on the moon. In 1971, Alan Shepard, not to be confused with the wrestler Alan (laughs) Shepard, hit two golf balls on the lunar surface with a makeshift six iron. So not Neil Armstrong and not Buzz Aldrin, but the other one? Sure. Alan Uh, Shepard. He just died. Alan Shepard just died? Yeah, a little bit ago. I Within the last couple weeks, he just Really? Died. Yeah. What are the odds of that? I, were, it's up there on my birthday. Oh. They wanted to get the fuck out of here, I too. I guess so. All right, so number 12. The term winning something hands down came from horse racing. A jockey who is far enough ahead can slacken the reins and keep his hands down. My favorite, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. My favorite thing to do uh, hands down is cartwheels. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My favorite okay. thing to do hands down is sex. Oh, my favorite thing to do hands down is touch myself because nobody else will do it. 
Touch you do the hands up. Whoa. Number 13, blue whale Blue whale hearts weigh almost a ton and beat once every 10 seconds. Jesus. Why do you act like you know all these, Justin? You're so full of shit. Who are you trying to impress? It's Lonnie because, and I in the room with you. No, none of our viewers can see you. I subscribe to yet. Fun Facts on the Twitter at Fun Facts. Uh, so I've probably seen most much okay. of these. You probably know this one. Thank you for the drowning tip bit. That will help save. <laughs> Sperm whales are the loudest animal on earth at 230 decibels. By comparison, an airplane is 150 decibels at takeoff. Really? I thought an airplane can go up to like, what, 2,000 Scoville units? Oh, Scoville units. It's heat. Mouth, isn't it? <laughs> eating shit? Not eating shit, but, <laughs> but it the, could be. But the second loudest decimal unit volume is Justin's mom when I have her on the weekend. Ow! Oh, that's true. That's Ouch. true. Too far. <laughs> Number 15. Polar bears have been mating with grizzlies in the Arctic, making a new animal called the pizzly. Didn't know that. <laughs> I did not make that up. That's not true at all. Of a pizzly. Number 16, to prevent themselves from drifting apart, sea otters hold hands while they sleep. That's so adorable. I did know so that. That's so true. It is. I knew the like, same like, thing to random girls at the grocery store. That's like Dolphins the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. And sea otters, because they're mammaries like us, so they, they know how to love each other. And give hand jobs. Mm-hmm. Little otter hand jobs. Yeah. Number 17. <laughs> Under certain conditions, hot water actually freezes faster than cold yes. water. Yeah. I didn't know that. Number I eight. knew that on accident because I used to always put hot water in my dog dish. What the fuck and is then, wrong with you? Trying to burn your dog's throat? Well, no. I mean, like, they weren't they weren't outside at the I time. I knew you I didn't was... like your dogs, but come on, man. <laughs> it's like, this Call is Peter. boiling. Call Have Peter. a drink it, drink it. Speaking of dogs, Peter. number 18. A dog's sense of smell is so good that it can detect a teaspoon of sugar in a million gallons of water or two Olympic-sized pools. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. They can smell underwater. But yet they lick their chodes. Uh, yeah. Justin can taste a single grain of garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, a good year. So, number 19, that apple you buy in the grocery store could be over a year old. Yes. They put a lot of uh They must have shopped at Baker's it. because nobody there rotated except for me. <laughs> This this is probably something that Justin knows. Number twenty, most wasabi paste you can you get in a sushi restaurant isn't wasabi at all, but horseradish. Yes, it's crest toothpaste. Now this one I'm not quite sure. I quite understand. I might be stupid. I am stupid. The term "okay" probably comes from a misspelling of the phrase "all correct." That sounds like bullshit. Continue. Okay, twenty-two. Humans are capable of. Echolocation, just like a bat or a whale. Yes. I've seen that one blind dude who uh, clicks and he has like the glass eyes. Yeah. Remember, did you talk about that on the podcast? Probably not. I might. I don't know. I thought know. you did because I remember Lonnie doing stuff like that. And that's when we gained that viewer over it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. What? <laughs> All right. 23. Lobsters used to be so cheap that they were frequently used to feed prisoners. A lobster dinner as a last meal. Now they just get crabs. <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh. Oh. <laughs> mm, eat it. <laughs> That's so good. Now to get crabs, you got to go to Justin's mom. No, oh. test twice. <laughs> oh, man. You do know his... Never mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was My mom's say. dead. In prison. <laughs> Number 24. She thinks she's dead. Tomatoes are native to the Americas, so there was no such thing as tomato sauce in Italy until at least the 16th century. Still counts. It said Italy. 
Yeah. You should know. It still counts. Before they just use straight garlic. Uh, that's, yeah. why, that's why there's never been a vampire in Italy. All right. Just her neighboring. 25. We're halfway through. Dentures were once routinely made out of actual human or animal teeth. Yeah. Yes. They used to use uh, dead soldier's teeth. Yeah. That's kind of Like weird. George Washington. He didn't have wooden teeth. He had actual people's teeth. His teeth were made of wool. Nope. <laughs> what movie is that from? Wool. It sounds like Christopher Walken. No. It was uh, uh, Big Daddy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Number 26. Good Ancient job. Romans used urine to whiten their teeth. Yes. Justin still uses that to this day. He always asks for my piss, which is weird. Oh, it's for different reasons. Oh. <laughs> 27. Most store-bought orange juice is artificially flavored. Ooh, that was a, <laughs> that was a good one. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Number 28. Cochineal beetles, actually a species of scale insect that parasitis cactuses are a major source of red food coloring. Yes. I don't even know what the fuck I said there, but just there's, the- there's a lot of beetles that like makeup or whatever, like crushing the, the beetles. You can, you know, it, it, you eat it like candy, uh, M and M M and M's have like the beetle stuff on it. Mm, eat it. Yep. <laughs> Number 29, the Food and Drug Administration has a handbook detailing the levels of insect fragments and other icky-sounding contaminants that are safe for humans to consume in specific foods. Yes, sir. I had to take a test where we had to figure all that out, and that was in the book. You had to memorize the FDA ingredients? No, but it was was in the book. Why? Why? Okay, number 30. The Bloody Mary cocktail may be named after England's Queen Mary, who had hundreds of people burned at the stake. I didn't know about the last part. I didn't know it was more of a Victorian or or made from royalty. But, I mean, burning people at the stake, that's not bloody. That's just... It's not. I mean, like... Blistery. The blisters. Blisters are blood. (laughs) Clots. Let me have this one. I thought... (laughs) Who is it? Is it Bathory? Who is... Daughtry? The winner to the second was it? Did he win the second one? Third one? Probably the third one. I think he was. I think the second and third one he won. There was like the Justin dude, and then what's her name? Kelly 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 Clarkson, Clay Aiken, and Ruben were part were season two. Elizabeth Bathory. Never mind that bitch. All right, number thirty-one. In the sixteenth and seventeenth centuries, wealthy Europeans ate remedies containing human body parts to cure disease. Justin knew that one. Sounds, sounds if it's about, right. about eating people, Justin always knows. The, um, the tiny polyp, <laughs> the tiny polyps that make up coral spawn by releasing eggs and sperm into the water. An entire reef typically releases that all at once over about twenty. Oh, about twenty. I guess these two ran together, so I can't finish that one. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't a lot. see the typo here. Um, they just. You're just when you're swimming in the ocean, sea. you're swimming around and all sperm. kinds of six. Hey. All the wonderful life of sex. Number 33. The Pacific Ocean is larger than all land masses on Earth combined. I knew that one. That is the biggest one. Number 34. The pressure in the deepest part of the ocean is over 8 tons per square inch, which is equivalent to having 50 jumbo jets piled on top of you. All right. That was suck the, ass. Mariana Trench, isn't it super, super deep too? It's like we'll one just of the deepest parts of the ocean. Most trenches are deep. I'm well, not going there. One of my biggest fears is the deep blue sea. Like, right. what? There's so much stuff in the ocean. We have no idea. Fucking. Well, yes. They say that we've we've explored more of space than we have the sea. 
I would feel like the sea would be a lot simpler and safer right, further, to, I should say. to, to yeah. explore. Yeah. Well, I the mean, pressure, I mean, we can pressurize, I guess, the outside the atmosphere. I mean, the pressure isn't as heavy. But as how, how deep down was the Titanic? Because all the way. Okay. <laughs> it's all the way at the bottom. Because they go down there. They send they can send people down. I mean they can't get out of the thing, but it's Yeah, that's because it's like in the Bermuda. Mm. Well, here's number thirty five and it's oh. kinda weird because it has to do with Pez. None of these have been weird. Pe- yeah. Pez candy was invented to help people quit smoking cigarettes. The original Pez dispensers were shaped similarly to a cigarette and lighter. That's cool. All mine are shaped like Star Wars figures. Your cigarettes and lighters? Number 36, babies are born without kneecaps as we know them. Yeah. Babies have cartilaginous structures in their knees, which turn to be, that turn to bone by the age of four. I think, so kids what is it like, there's a few, like 26 or 16 bones that babies don't have until they're, until they get of age. That's, that's just weird. Like the, I really should look more into like the human body because it's really fascinating well and it's true they don't have kneecaps because i put Mox in the figure four all the time <laughs> and he doesn't give a shit uh, so wait till you get Break older and, and, your, and your kneecaps are <laughs> shot. oh dude my kneecaps are shot now wait until he's walking he's going straight for the kneecaps he, he fucking goes for the he bites now that little fucker that's cheating he started biting he got a haircut yeah i cut all his hair off he cried when I came in <laughs> he doesn't uh, he, like you he, he was excited when I got here yeah Jeremy got here he it's because he had food Number 37, cheese is the most shoplifted food in the world. Ooh, he's stealing cheese. Do you ever watch that Vine guy that does that stuff with his, like, ooh, he's stealing cheese. There's like that pelican that took a cheese circle, whatever, out of the, out of the store. That's fucked up. So you think that's cute, birds stealing food until you've lived in San Francisco. And then that's a common thing. That's a a phobia out there. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, number 38, you can't visit the world's biggest waterfall because it's actually deep underwater in the ocean. Between Iceland and Greenland, the flow of the Denmark Strait cataract is 2,000 times more powerful than Niagara Falls. That'd be cool. That is kind of crazy. Like caves that so much build current. up underwater. That would just be neat to see. Like, Because that's got to be some crazy current no to shit. make it be a yeah. waterfall. Maybe that's, the part of, that's what causes the Bermuda Triangle. No. I don't even know what I meant. I Spirits control the Bermuda Triangle. That's our 50th episode. We're going to the Bermuda Triangle, boys. Sweet. I got to try it. All right, number 39. The YKK on your zipper. It stands for Yoshida Kogyo Kabushiki Shiki Kasha. That's fucked up. Which roughly translates to Yoshida Company Limited. That's the most easier to say. racist translation I've ever it's heard. It's estimated that this company makes half the zippers in the world, and I'm not making that up that's you just you right literally there. wrote ching chong chang next to it. <laughs> all far. right number 40 beer was legally classified as a soft drink in russia until 2011 have you ever seen anybody from russia or watched once upon a time in russia before they that's only why the hard yeah. stuff <laughs> number 41 a hummingbird's heart can beat up to 1260 times per minute in one species at least yes and they need to eat their body weight a day just to survive well, they also can flap their wings like it's like 600 times per second, which I always as a kid knew that. And I thought that was the most fascinating thing. I'm like, how the fuck is that even possible? I still, as an adult, an adult child. If they didn't don't. fly as much, they would. <laughs> they would look like me. See, I used to eat like a hummingbird. Now I'm the fat one. <laughs> yeah, but if they didn't you eat, keep eating they can your body weight. Longer. That's why <laughs> it's more every day for you. 
It's like pitchers. You only got so many pitches before your your arm's done. Yeah, I know that to be true. Yeah. Number 42, I think this one's very interesting. Toilet seats are cleaner than your cell phone. Yes. You can lick your toilet seat. Yeah, I I've do. never I've never jerked off on my my toilet seat before. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you jerk off on your phone? Cuz I I can't see very well. <laughs> Can't see, Didn't I? I, can't I think see I colors. covered a story about that where there was like a kid who was jerking off on his iPhone that his mom bought, and his mom came in and like he was pretty much you know giving his girlfriend a facial, doing like FaceTime, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah, kid, kids. I give that kid an A for effort. She's like, I fucking bought that phone. C for creativity. Number forty three. I think we all know this one. Chewing gum can't be digested. Yeah, it can. Blow a bubble out your. It's a- give it a good college try. <laughs> Forty-four. The longest hiccuping attack lasted sixty-eight years. Jesus how would, Christ! How would you not have your chest would be done or your throat? Like, yeah, like just that spasming action of your throat. Oh, <laughs> I mean, how? God dang! I would just and then it just magically stopped one day, or did the person die and then it just stopped? <laughs> at, all right, number forty-five. Octopuses are considered the most intelligent invertebrate. They have even been observed using tools. Those things are crazy awesome. I, there is a topic I do want to do, and about pussies, uh, no. octopus, Octo- oh. octopi, octopi. Okay, Take yeah, it's like you, they <laughs> they can shape shift. They're yeah, like they're, they're real life shapeshifters. They can become parents of their prey or like so many underwater creatures. That would be the worst thing, a to be in the water, but to have a fucking octopus attacking you and just like grabbing you with all of its tentacle fuck that Get stop out. squirting <laughs> don't ink <laughs> number 46 more people have been to the moon than the marina trench the deepest part of the ocean Lonnie was just talking about that fucking we're writing your, it, your segment kind of, for you it's weird. this is like fucked every, up everything is crazy number 47 tsunamis can move at speeds over 500 miles per hour okay, nice. that's different <laughs> <laughs> Number 48, Twister was considered a risque game. That's fucked up. Oh, when no, it came oh. out in the 1960s. I could see why, because you butt fuck your family and friends <laughs> while you're. I can. Yeah. I oh. still consider it a. I can take you boys in Twister. And you. you probably could. Yeah. Looks like left hand on green. Yeah. Oh. I'm get you back into the prison position so fast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Too far. Why are you taking off your pants, Uncle Ronnie? <laughs> All right, number 49. It may be surprising, but a whole lemon actually contains more sugar than a single strawberry. That's partly because of the size difference. However, a cup of strawberry slices has more sugar than a cup of lemon slices. How does that work? Mind fucking blown. Right? And it number- might have to be with the the rind of it. Because of its cut. Yeah. yeah. A cup. All right, number 50, the last one. This one I think is very interesting. Flamingos turn pink because due to the sheer amount of shrimp they consume. Or it's just, was it the salmon? I thought it was. Well, it was something. According to this website, it they was get their shrimp. color from the color of the food that they eat. That's funny because I don't remember them eating pussy. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> eat it. I think we reached our quota. I, I, think we've I don't give a our quota. fuck. We're going to keep going with it. <laughs> Even on our movie review podcast, we're going to use that. Is this still? Oh, that's Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> and she's really hungry. All right. So those are some fun facts you may have or may not have known, but now you do. Good job, boys. Yeah. Good job. That's not very... Very informative. 
for yeah. us practically writing that. He just print out an article off of it. <laughs> I just copied it's down Justin's up. journal, his diary. <laughs> That's, I knew it. <laughs> Number 43. What did you know? <laughs> Dear diary. Well, let's, let's move it on to over to mine here. Mine, it kind of integrates with you guys too. I had you boys do a, we're going to do a new segment pretty much called, you, you thought we, we forgot, forgot about, about that. that. So, oh fuck! I totally forgot. Did you really? Oh, he's uh, winking. Uh, he's I, winking. I don't think he forgot. <laughs> I mean, um, Pez because I'm a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a um, what do they call it? You need some sort of aphrodisiac? No, nope, not what I'm talking Stim- about. Like a stimulant? Or yeah, a stimulate, like a hand stimulation, so you can. Oh, I've been hand stimulating, stimulating myself. This then what time. am I doing with my foot over here? <laughs> this whole time. Getting an ankle cramp. <laughs> an ankle cramp? Yeah. Is that even possible? Yeah. So explain the rules of this for all the people listening, all, so, the, all the three of them. You thought we forgot about that. This is pretty much a new segment where we're going to bring up some things from the past, and it can be anything from like a story, a, a childhood game, a song, something that somebody might have done. A, a, an, I guess it's not a current event. It could be a current event depending on how buried it was in the news that was – toppled over so i will start off with this one have you guys ever seen a dead body at funerals yeah yeah funerals have you ever seen a dead body while driving well i was an emt i was an emtb so never driving but driving to a dead body sure no okay well this next one isn't gonna be as clever as the rest but have you ever seen a dead body while while you're out driving on the freeway and it was only half of the body hanging on an exit sign around 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh, yeah. that Yesterday. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a story about a guy who was killed. He was ejected from his vehicle. So it was back in 2015, October 30th. This was Devil's Night or Devil's Morning because it was 7 a.m. in the morning. It might have been a little bit before that. Richard Pananian, he was ejected from his vehicle from a collision he veered into. A Ford F-150 definitely will crush his, well, it's my car, a 2004 Ford Fiesta. I have that exact car. Not that exact car, but because that was crushed. That's what those stains are. Yeah. So Why that that caller was asking about blood. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) it was for a different reason, I'm I'm sure, I'm assuming. So he was driving on on the freeway. And I don't know if he just got on it or if he was trying to merge into a different lane, but he collided with a truck and his, his vehicle pretty much spun and started flipping. And while it was flipping, it ejected him. He wasn't wearing his seatbelt, which was really fucked up because he just installed a racing safety harness. But this is like the first time he didn't wear his How do we seatbelt. know this? That's, it was in, in one of the documents. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it was like. He wasn't currently installing it while he's driving on the freeway. <laughs> As he was flipping through, he's like, I need to let people know. Yeah, Probably all the rumbling and tumbling and stuff inside of the vehicle without a seatbelt. It might have like cut his body in half in the vehicle or while he was being expelled from the vehicle. But his body cut in half and his top part, his upper part, his torso and, and upwards landed on an exit sign. Was it Colorado Street exit sign? And he pretty much was just up there for the next two to three hours, just greeting passerbys. Man. And it's like, when if you're driving under that and you're getting blood just on your windshield, like, 
But the thing is, this was the day before Halloween, so yeah, yeah. people probably thought it was a prank. Yes. When the news came out, people did think it was a prank. And there was like so many things after that. So yeah, the safety harness seatbelt. Guess what he was going to? He was going to his new job, which was, and I have it right here. It was the Glendale Collision Center. So it's like the irony of this entire story. Is, it's so fucked up. But like, yeah. And what year was this? This was 2015, October 30th, 2015. So that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, just six years ago. Almost six years ago, this Devil's Night. And I don't remember it. Huh. Ah, I ah. get it. Now I understand what this this is segment's for. Yeah, when the firefighters got there, he was pronounced dead on the scene. You think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me check his pulse. <laughs> let's, uh, wait, let's, wait. Nope. Let's check the pulse on the bottom half first. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my story. What do you guys got? Um, I'll, I'll do mine. In a very balmy Daytona Beach, Florida, on February 18th, 2001, the world lost one of the greatest men in the history of America. What year was it? 2001, February 18th. Do you know this man I speak of? Yes, if he was one of the greatest. One of the greatest American men in the history of America. A, a musician? No. Sometimes he whistles. Probably. That counts. Probably. Andy it, Griffith? This, <laughs> this man had a need for speed. Dale Earnhardt Sr.? Is he that still alive? That is exactly correct. Oh, okay. To cool. February 18th, 2001. I, 20 years. The anniversary of Dale Earnhardt's death. I remember that quite a bit. The thing I remember most about that is like, and I I say this with all sincerity, I'm not making fun of this in any way, but... That was the most pansiest collision ever. It's like, just, you hit just right though. Yeah, and- Cause it's just like, yeah, obviously they're going faster than it appears on TV, but it's not like, I just don't feel like he hit the wall that hard. I feel like he went to the car in front of him and it's just, and just it just, up right yeah, the it just didn't look like that would be enough to kill somebody. Well, but- some of, some of the things that, that contributed to his death was he never wore a full helmet. He always wore just the, the, the back head face was open helmet. So he had like the. What is it called? What's the Jewish thing? The Hoppa? <laughs> no, just the Yamaka? Yeah. 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 Um, so yep. Yeah, Yamaka the... helmet? Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. It was uh That doesn't exist, you're on to something. The the two thousand uh Talladega. We'll put that on the Zazzle sites, Yamakas. <laughs> <laughs> on lap one seventy three he hit the wall, crashing the iconic black number three car. Wasn't there As a movie? A car speeds by right when you say that. There was like a groundhog style movie with like, I thought it was around that story, but like the vehicle crashes into a wall and then he wakes up again and like he repeats it. That sounds been, like a lot of movies. I was going to say, there's been a lot of movies. I know, uh, not Groundhog's Day, obviously, but I know there was a movie with Tom Cruise Tom that Cruise was like did that. something. Um, what was that racing movie with Jackie Chan? Rumble in the Bronx? Nope. <laughs> uh, was it's it like Fast and Furious Drift? That's fucked up. You can't just because somebody's Asian. You <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Anyways, continue. Anyway, the best movie about drifting. But yeah, that was the day that NASCAR lost one of its heroes. That was one of the day that day America lost a hero. Why NASCAR? Why did you pick NASCAR? <laughs> it was. Yeah, 
people the who don't first thing that popped up in Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm going with it. It's, it, it, it's kind of a double edged sword. A lot of people, if you look at me, wouldn't understand that I I am kind of a hick. Like I love to fish. I love to hunt. I grew up on a farm. It was just one of those things. As much as Tracy's family, they they love NASCAR. My family loved NASCAR. I never really got into it, but Dale Earnhardt dying was a, was a big thing. Oh yeah, I, mean, um, I wasn't a NASCAR fan at all, but that was a big deal. Right? Yeah. Um, I went to the Redneck Games when I was younger in Georgia. Did you? I nice. did, and I didn't understand the whole concept of rednecks back then. I was I was a kid, so it's like this is cool. There's a guy who named Elbow who goes around with like a beer. <laughs> torch like it's it's a stack of beer i'm like and everybody's like oh elbow elbow there's my man that's like, my man elbow like, whatever um where's the blades at? so i i chose that too plus kind of progressing into my older life a band i really enjoyed wrote a song called you know who's seatbelt which they were referring to dale earnhardt it, not the guy in justin's story not that <laughs> not him richard pananian richard pananian but yeah they, he's related to the kardashians a different kardashian but they they wrote a song called You Know Who's Seatbelt, and it was just one of those weird progressions that Dale Earnhardt was part of my younger life, and then more towards my teens, my later teens, the bled came out with You Know Who's Seatbelt, which brought Dale Earnhardt back into my life, and then I got married to Tracy, which brought Dale Earnhardt back into my life, and then— That was one of her top fives? Uh, uh yeah, yeah totally in her who just belt people i would love to I think fuck it was him he was talking while that happened <laughs> i know that's why i was looking at you and you didn't belt didn't, but he was talking so i was like how the fuck did that happen it was the, it was the ghost how does he do that it was he's it was, like it was the rude ghost he's like the redneck uh Razel. yeah i can i can, I can like the beat i can and the i can throw my voice his belt, at the same time his belt sounded good but yeah, that's why I chose the 2001 death of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Or oh. Dale Earnhardt. I wish Jr. would die. But Whoa. We can make it happen. Uh-huh. Well, we can't. Our fans could if they were. <laughs> if they appreciate Stacey, us. get on. <laughs> if you want free gear, we can give you like a $5 bumper sticker if you take out all you have to do. So I'm not. We do not condone this. So I'm not going to read everything that I have here for mine. I'm going to go back to. December 31st, 1999, and January 1st, 2000, the Y2K bug and the panic that it created among the world. I was waiting for Jericho to do something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well so for those that don't know, basically it was a, it was, they were worried because all the computers, instead of using four digits for the year, they would just use the last two digits. So like 1998 would be 98, 99 would be 99. They're, what they were afraid of was that when the year 2000 hit, would the computers be able to recognize that 00 was 2000 or would it resort back to 1900, which means that banks, all the information they had for people's accounts would get reverted back, reverted uh, back to zero um, they're negative. T- talking even. about like ATMs breaking down because they wouldn't be able to do whatever uh, cars and computers, all that stuff. So, Everybody was afraid that the world was literally at midnight going to just end and mass chaos was going to happen. People were going and stocking up on water, food. There's people that were building bunkers. And, Preppers and all that. And I, yeah. Thinking that, you know, I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, preparing is one thing, but the routes that some of these people went, it's like just when the clock strikes midnight doesn't mean that everything just automatically turns to chaos. There's going to be a slow build to it happening, but uh, 2000 came and 
nothing happened. Everything was back. But that's because they did have enough time to where they were having computer people fix it to put in four digits instead of two. Fail saves and stuff like that until it can... Little patches, as they call it. But yeah, I can remember exactly where I was when that happened. Because I remember I was in high school at the time. I was in drumline, which was part of band. And we were... uh, we were actually is that uh, a disorder? Should I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were actually in London for the Millennium Parade. We were asked to come out and march in the Millennium Parade. That was a good so, show. You went all so, the way to London. Yeah, they flew us out to London, uh, and my mom took the opportunity to go as a chaperone because she's like, "When else am I going to have the opportunity to go on?" A, I mean, obviously we had to pay some, but uh, we didn't have to pay full for it. But so we were out there, and London's actually six hours ahead of here. And I remember we were just in contact. I mean, this is before like cell phones were a big, huge thing. So we were using calling cards. And I just remember we called my sisters and there's like, is it midnight there? Yeah. Did anything happen? No. Okay. Happy new year. And, <laughs> and went, went on. But I mean, it was, it's one of those things where it's like, I think deep down we all have forgotten that. And the, but if you go on YouTube and you look up videos of like news stories, it's fucking crazy how insane some people were acting like that. I don't remember like was was there like a lot of property damage or I just remember the the hoopla that was kind of all around that that was, you know, the world's going to end and that was probably one of the first times it implemented one of my deeper skeptical reasoning based things, you know, and, and I kind of looked back also of like the um doomsday or, or the the false prophet uh world ending all of the failed stuff y2k is one of the things that's like oh I'll just wait it out i'll just check in and i'll research some things first and before i i jump on board right. you know i like i said i was in high school i was like 16 i think at the time when that happened and i think as if i was the age i am now back when this happened I might have been taking it a little bit more seriously, but I don't think I understand the severity of what could have happened with it. One story that I thought was kind of funny watching um, news things from back then was <laughs> there's this Amish guy that had an Amish store and he could not keep any of it because everything was, none of his stuff was like electrical. It was all, you know, Amish. Paper-based, yeah. yeah. And so it's like he was selling lanterns and ovens, grills, all this stuff. And, he was just talking about like how this is Y2K has uh, definitely benefited him. And oh, yeah. I just remember at the end of it, the, the news anchors just like, is there anything that you would like to tell people one, any last thing? And he's just like, yeah, just that when you buy this, all sales are final. You can't return. It. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was kind Good of, awesome. but, uh, what about you, Lonnie? Do you remember much when that happened? You know, I, I don't see you and your family as the kind of people that would panic over. Yeah, something like no, that. Gee, I would have been, I would have been 15. Yeah, I would have been, yeah, 16 at the time. At the time, no. Like, and we've lived through so many apocalypses in our lifetimes. Yeah, at the time, it was just really another day. I really didn't think nothing of it. And at that time, I was a little narco-anarchist, so I was I was hoping it would have happened. But no. How, how different do you think it would be if that happened nowadays with everything that's going on? Do you Ooh, think people I, would... I think it would have been worse. It's definitely with property damage for sure. Absolutely. If somebody knew that or not known, if they were it was assumed that the world was gonna end and people don't think about it. They don't you utilize any critical thinking. They just go off of emotion. I feel there'd be more panic because for sure. nine, there's like probably like ninety nine percent of the shit in this world is all computer based. Well, and 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. I was going to say, if you think about it, though, like right now, the reason the majority of the problems happen is because of social media. Yeah. Like back then, social media really wasn't a thing. It, it, it didn't control anybody. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think a lot of it, it would have been chaos, but it, I don't think it would have been as mass chaos because there wouldn't have been that opportunity for groups of people to get together so quickly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah as much as there would have been chaos, it would have been like smaller, isolated. Some groups. people would have been fine. I mean, because what we utilize is like the free base, free base, not free basing, not here anyways. <laughs> Appreciate. But yeah, the the free domain <laughs> stuff, the, the Googles, the iOSs, there's so many operating systems that people create on their own that, you know, some of them are free if you want to use it, but you need to know how to work the back end. Oh, I know how to oh, work yeah. the back end. Right. I've seen you work your back end. Does he ever? Well, another funny thing is watching these news stories. There was this guy that he went all out. He had the bunker. He had wells of water that he had like coolers in this bunker full of frozen milk. And then they built a bar like over his bunker. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie, by the way. But, uh, and it was, it's not far off from that movie blast from the past. Like this guy, it was his wife. And I think they had one kid. It was three of them. And, he was set like he would probably today still be good with the amount of meat and foods he had. And the funny thing is, is they actually a few years ago, or actually it would have probably been a year ago, they met up with him 20 years later and they're interviewing him and he laughed the whole thing off because he was like known for like being the most serious, serious. for it. He took it. And they asked him like, well, what, what happened? He's just like, I had a big party. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I invited everybody we knew over and we had so much food at this party and stuff. So, Kind of not cool that he laughed it off and yeah. it wasn't, didn't get like ridiculed. I mean, yeah. if it would have happened today, I mean, God. You would have been a meme. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's, there's a little bit of merit behind being a doomsday prepper, but being a prepper, I think in theory is a good thing, but being a prepper in practice. When it I actually think it's a happens, little all intense. your shit's expired. Right. Uh, you got to get those bonus buckets. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think having like maybe a, a week's worth of MREs is a thing, but having like years worth of MREs, I think is a little ridiculous. Right. Some people, that's what the bonus buckets are. You get like the five gallon buckets of just goop. It turns into like <laughs> mashed potatoes. Just add a little water. That's, that's basically an Baker. MRE. Yeah. Buckets of goop. Speaking of that, this girl that I work with, I what? didn't know these existed. It's Girls? These, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's this cup and you add water to it. Uh-huh. And it it grows a muffin. Yeah. Ah. I didn't know that. It, yeah. Literally, yeah. it's just water. You pour water on it and it grows a muffin do you have in to a matter of- put it, put it in the microwave? I don't know that you do. Yeah. They There's make, those ones. There's mug cakes. Yeah. But I was, my mind was totally blown with that. I was like- I like the brownies butter. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm going to try one. There's of the confetti. Can, confetti. Can the, confirm. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. You can get it in your most uh, grocery lines in your cereal aisle. You know what you got me hooked on and I haven't had for a while and I should get them? Seaweed chips. Oh, yeah. I was actually going to bring you some. <laughs> you should because it's been probably over a year since I've had some. Seaweed's so good for you. The only place I could find yeah. them at was Baker's. It's better than going under this. Under the sea. <laughs> well, do you guys want to play a game real quick? Sure. Real long, more likely. Well, All right. We've done this game before. We haven't done this game before, but we've done this game before. I'm bringing back Corner's Corner. Coroner, corner. Coroner's corner. I can't say the words together because it just Corner's sounds like I'm saying the same corner. word. Coroner's corner. And if you listen back, and if I coroner as in job, corner as in where you go to when you're in trouble. Yes, 
Thank you for the explanation. So you're going to have to explain the game to me. All right. I forgot. I, the forensic examiner, will describe the findings of the deceased and the John and Jane Doe's, if you will. Jeremy and Lonnie are the detectives. Are we getting up? Is this like an official season game? Like, no, no, we're not getting points yet? Okay. Not, not no, yet. fuck that. We're not doing any of that. Gotta wait till he gets punished. Want to join me? <laughs> so, yeah. Jeremy and Lonnie are the detectives trying out to outdo the others for an undisclosed hypothetical bonus. Uh, so, we had Lonnie Heads and Jeremy Tells previously. We're just going to stick with those same names. Not that we need to flip for anything. You guys will go together. You guys do have papers that you're going to write on here. So you're going to submit your answers to me. Every piece of submitted evidence counts as a point. To close a case completely, a case must contain correct answers to up to two out of the three points per case file. You must guess the deceased, the killer, and the movie. So we're not doing people of history. We're doing based off of a movie. So if you can guess as many of those... We'll move it along faster. So the movie, the person that killed, and the person that's dead. Yes. Okay. If it's a person. Character name or actor name or both? I will accept as close to the actual answer as possible. So character or actor or maybe even possibly occupation okay. that they're portraying. <clears throat> uh, so we have 12 files to go through, but we need to get a start on these. Are you guys feeling rushed? Are you feeling hurried? Like, Let's do this. Yes. If you can find and submit leads early on, we can speed through. I'll go through each file two times. After the first run through, you will not know if you've solved the case unless both detectives confirm all three necessary findings. After the second go, we will cover only the open cases. Does that make sense? No, but we'll we have 12 anyway. case files. No, I got it. I'm being I'm being fictitious. I'm going to give you some information. And then if you have an answer, you can submit it. Going to go through it the second time. I'm going to give you some extra information to help get gotcha. these clues out. So time is passing and we're kind of accumulating more leads. Okay. Let's All right. Do this. Also, for the listeners, due to this being an audio podcast, we will cut a lot of the dead space. Not that you need to know that, but I'm just going to add that in there because I get it. dead space. Yeah. We're not, that's not a fuck. He already got one. <laughs> I'll pay that. First case file. Dun, dun, dun. Coroner's finding is as follows. Severe bludgeoning is evident. Many deep fractures shown, a few indicating a large fall on the back. That's possible cause of death. Not so much blood loss due to the dirt and dust acting as a compacting agent causing blood to clot. Write down your answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't help at all. <laughs> so fell. There's many fractures on the back. There's many fra deep fractures shown. There's an indicating of a large fall. Okay. On the back. That could have killed him. Which probably is the, the cause of death. Covered dirt and It's dust. not official as of yet. Not so much blood loss. So you're not really seeing any blood. And there's also like dirt covering him, him or her, which is acting as a compacting agent to probably stop bleeding or cover we got one person submitting something. One detective already on the case has a possible lead, something to follow up on. Submit your evidence theory. Do I get punished for being wrong? No. Okay. I got nothing. All right. Next case file. Findings are as followed. Cause of death, multiple ballistics through many vital organs. Number undetermined due to close range use of automatic firearms. Possibly under 200 rounds, definitely over 50. Shot grouping could suggest more than able to accurately assume. 
file states blood splatter from location started in driver's seat and led outside vehicle as if subject was attempting to retreat. So the victim was shot in a vehicle riddled with bullets, uh, looking as though they were trying to retreat through the passenger door, possibly multiple shooters, automatic weapons. I only got two of the things and I know this is not right. I'm skipping it. Skipping it. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next case file. People are suffering. We need to close these cases. Sorry. Number three, findings are as followed. Subject showing abrasions on wrist and jaw. Possible struggle ensued. An open cavity in the chest. Blood labs consistent with medicine addiction. So there, it looks as though this person was held down at one point due to the abrasions on the chest, or sorry, the chest, the wrist and the jaw. The person was probably fighting back. There is an open cavity in their chest, but the blood labs that came back suggest that the victim was probably addicted to medication at one point. Heavy dosages. That's my answer. Nothing. All right, we'll move it on. Number four, coroner findings. Subject suffered gunfire to the face. Blast rate not consistent with suicide. Weapon was identified as a Chrome 45 auto ordinance, M1911A1. The body was clearly moved from place of murder. I apparently don't watch enough violent movies. A 45 chromed auto ordinance. It wasn't suicide, so he shot... The person, the blast rate isn't consistent with, with suicide. He was shot in the face, close range, and then he was moved from a different place. I need the deceased, the killer. Deceased name, but this is probably anyways, but. Take a shot in the dark. That's what this game should be called. Shot in the dark. All right. Moving on. Case file number five. Findings are as followed. A deep marks indicated a heavy slicing instrument, such as a large knife or axe or machete, to be the primary cause of death or the weapon that was that caused the death the angle of the slashing indicates the subject to be in an unorthodox position so the way that their body moved in connection to with the slashing it's awkward position also note that some of these bodies you probably wouldn't have found but due to the rules of this game that we're just going to play it like this after you send your guys's units on this you'll get more information so probably that will help better solve these cases one would think. Yeah, unless they don't have to. I don't know if you're qualified for this job. I know I'm not. <laughs> Detective. I nothing? Wrote nothing. All right. I wrote four completely different movies. I wrote two. Wait, did you? I wrote three completely different movies and one that said I don't like action movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for that answer. I'm like, did I read that right? Uh, Number, is this five? Six. Wait, six. Six. How many? There's 12. We get 12 yes. chances? Well, I'm writing on 12 different fucking movies. <laughs> you just writing them out before you give the case file? Yeah. <laughs> so case file number six, forensics finding. Partial body found. This is not Richard Pananian. <laughs> <laughs> Partial body found awaiting DNA analysis. Lower body from waist down with jagged tissue torn. Examination of remaining bone indicates possible thrashing. The spinal alignment seems to be crushed upon itself. It's a male subject in short tan shorts. Not much to work with. We just got the lower half. <sighs> Nothing? No. Nothing. All right, come on, detectives. You guys need to up your game. Do you have any clue over there? No. Still nothing? No. I, mean, I, I wrote down listen. three answers. I'm getting farther away the more he reads. <laughs> That's usually the case. <laughs> Number, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Number seven. 
forensic findings are as followed. Cause of death, 92% possible hypothermia. Body found submerged, but no water found in the lungs. Police reports state body was moved to water after death. Impressions on the wrist consist- consistent with handcuffs, but no restraints found. I think I'm. I think I got the right movie, but if you know what the movie is, you would know what the deceased, who the deceased. Right. And then for this one, the killer is complicated because it is suggesting that 92% is a positive hypothermia. But how did they get there? Can I ask for a hint and ask if I am right? Uh, you can ask, but I might not give an answer until after a second. Am I right? Are, are from you... <laughs> from this, am I correct? From your last yes, view? from this. Oh, uh, no. I, I, Is I, any of this correct? Any of that last the last two or three entries? This these three entries that aren't crossed out. We will have to find out. God damn come. it. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. Case file number eight. Coroner report. Subject suffered multiple stab wounds to the chest. One missing the heart. One of the, the stab wounds missing the heart. The body was found hanging, but appears severe damage to larynx post-hanging. <laughs> That's so the only were, thing I can think of is... The same one? Fucking oh, you this. Wanna, you want to submit that as evidence? Well, like, well, we can follow up on it, but... So like, the person was stabbed multiple times with a knife. Like, I'm just going to keep going with these two. Yeah. <laughs> like, and just like... Just keep going just with go it. Just go like one through ten. ten. The the news that we, after your units come back with yet more evidence or, or leads, yeah. uh, it will definitely give this away, I'm pretty sure. You'd think. You can submit it, but you can have a second chance to submit okay. uh, better evidence. For all the evidence, I'm going with A and B. For everything else? Po- for post for all of that. All this right. is my A and B. I got nothing. You got nothing? I'll repeat this again. Person was stabbed multiple times. One of the stab wounds was really close to the heart. Missed the heart. They were later found hanging. Okay. Severe damage to the larynx. Repeating it the second time. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that did it. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. I can tell you the exact scene where that happened in this franchise. In, in that one? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell the exact is. moment. The, the next evidence, because once I do my, my complete autopsy, this is just my, my uh, initial report. Okay. Now I so, know how you guys felt last week with my game. <laughs> it's going to be frustrating the first time around, but once the hints come, once the next evidence comes, Ooh, you guys are going to feel stupid, Yeah. and I want you guys to hate yourself a little bit. Just shut up and yeah. keep All right, reading. Number nine. <laughs> Coroner reports subject arrived clean of any evidence. Seems to have suffered 12 stab wounds. Emphasis on seams. Murder weapon, a possible kitchen knife. Forensic investigator states much of the blood was drained. Number nine. Do you guys want to submit anything for it? That was nine, right? That was yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah, we're going on to 10. <sighs> Stabbed with a kitchen knife. At least 12 times. At least 12 times. Emphasis. Emphasis on seams, on seams, like it was twelve times. There could have been more, but from what the the closeness of the stab wounds could be twelve or more. I feel like this should have been an easy one, but yeah. Any submission, detectives? Nope. 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 All right. Just let's, my just my notice. Jeez. There's <laughs> a hypothetical bonus that you guys aren't boners. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about boners, I'd probably know hypothetical more. boners. All right, number ten. Findings are as followed. Body found severely burned. Face welts, which identify small pockets of acid chemical compounds of melatonin and histamine. 
a mangling consistent with a high fall. How but, am I wrong? It, <laughs> is, is it the same answer again? Yes. The person is found burned. There's face welts all over the face uh, with chemical compounds of melatonin and histamine in little pockets of the face. A mangling consistent with a high fall. So their body is mangled. At least much of it is. Anything. Fuck. Fuck, dude, you better get this next one with, with just the little evidence that I give you. Hold on. And that's saying a lot. I think you should get this next one, too. I think these next two should be relatively easy for both of you. That's what you said for the last nine. <laughs> the evidence will, will be good. Your guys' evidence will, will solve. I will repeat it a second time. <laughs> it's a little bit well, slower. Well, let me tell you uh, this one. This one. If I have been if I, hung and stabbed all time. <laughs> if I say it to you uh, in a more slower pace. Than, he was stabbed in a chest. Oh, hey, they all have that. This time Dang. he has six dollars in his pocket. <laughs> I didn't necessarily say he or she. <laughs> All right, number 11. For, <laughs> are we, we'll take a minute for Jeremy to regain his bearings. This time, <laughs> he was reading the phone book. He has six so, Am I going to have to separate you two? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, forensic findings are as followed. Two bodies examined. Previous wounds established due to healing process and first aid. Uh, both bodies suffered severe blunt force trauma to the skull. Small fucking Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> it's not Friday. Okay, I can't. I don't want to give anything away. So, so both bodies suffered severe blunt force trauma to the skull. Small traces of blood found on the bodies that are not consistent with either subject. So it's probably somebody else who might have bled on them. Possible fight ensued. Debris of porcelain found in clothing. I had to punch you square in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is an easy one. <laughs> One of them has our previous wounds established due to the healing process and first aid. So somebody's bandaged at one point when they came in and there's porcelain shards in their clothing. What did they have for lunch? We, we will have <laughs> to find that out upon deeper uh, analysis. Did you just cross it out and then write Friday the 13th again? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter how you write it or say it. It's probably not. Okay. I wrote Friday the 13th, 1 through 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, Last one, number 12. Okay. Luckily, your guys' units are coming back with uh, actual information that you guys let them uh, elsewhere. They're doing their job, your my, job for you. My unit always comes back with information. Uh, uh, number 12. What does that mean? I don't. So... <laughs> Number 12, findings are as followed. Body is decapitated. No other bodily damage other than minor scrapes and bruises. Body was found in a vehicle accident. Stains on pant leg consistent with coffee stains. One detective is on it. I just got a movie. I'll let you guys know. I think... Now, if we change... You can change time it. Yeah, through, yeah. yeah. We still get the point for yeah, if it was right get, the first time. Yes. Okay. Good. But you guys will not... Um, well, go ahead. What, what did you I still think it, like, more and more, I think it's sounding more like this. It does, but it's not. Okay, then I got nothing. It was in a car accident when the person well, was found. Well, Chester was in the car. Yeah, I'm not even up to date with a lot of the those. Uh, congratulations, boys. Both of you have solved one. Do you guys want to know which ones you solved, or do you want to go through the second is it evidence? The, is it the one that I had all three? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I I will accept your killer. 
Well, afterwards, I, I was going, I thought I should have put like Rose Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let, let's just, let's hammer that out. Let's hammer out your, your guys' findings. The evidence that you boys have submitted, which I have accepted and have uh, declared that they are accurate, you both have solved both of those cases a piece. We'll go with, <laughs> we'll go with uh, Detective Jeremy. So forensic findings are as follow the 92% possible hypothermia. The only items that was found on a person are a few coins dated between 1908 and 1912, as well as a few art pencils. You didn't get that one? Huh? Yeah. The person who, sorry, I should have probably gave you a little bit more of the evidence. The 92% hypothermia, there was handcuffs that looked like they were on the person's, you know, and then they were submerged underwater. And so what we found on the body was coins that were dated back between 1908 and 1912. They were dead around that date. And they all also found art pencils on the person. So that was giving away the character. Jack Dawson. Titanic. Titanic. Oh, okay. Good job. Detective Lonnie. There was a subject who suffered a gunfire straight to the face. The blast rate not consistent with suicide. Person was not killed. Uh, did not kill themselves. Much of the brain matter was not recovered. Average built black man. Is it Pulp Fiction? It is. Yeah. I'm going to give, I, I I guess I could accept yours, but he's already solved it. So, oh, Which one was that? That was, was it one, two, or it was the fourth one. <clears throat> All right, we're going to go back through the open cases here. The first person, the first body, bludgeoning was evident. Deep fractures, seems as though they were, they fell onto their back. Not so much blood. It looks like the blood was caught due to the dust and dirt that's around. Uh, close database match. After further examination, the bludgeoning instrument seems to be consistent with animal feet, especially that of antelope or wild beast. Deep cuts are scratches up back of the hands. There's deep scratches on the back of the, the victim's hands. And it seems as though the person was, the, the bruising and bludgeoning seems as though it was animal feet, hooves. We do have a detective back on the case. Congratulations, Detective Lonnie. Detective that was a shot in the dark. Detective Lonnie has solved it. What were your findings? So the movie is Lion King. The The deceased is Mustafa, and the, Mustafa. the killer is Scar. Isn't Mustafa a singer? It's Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put Mu- Mustafa. I will. Isn't that, yeah, that's that, that Jewish singer, isn't it? <laughs> just trying to, just trying to <laughs> squeeze, like a Jewish rapper squeeze my people in wherever yeah. I can. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, the person who is riddled with bullet holes uh, or bullet, you know, automatic weapon uh, of at least like around 200 to. See, I severely fucked up this game because I thought everyone was more clues about the last one we just heard. Oh, no. So no, I no. was trying to fit everyone in oh, Friday no. the 13th. These are different case files. <laughs> They're different. Yeah. Going back to against some of the evidence that we did found the the blood states that the splatter or the blood splatter states that the person was moving from the driver's vehicle out to the passenger. The person was found outside of the vehicle. There is a shoe print match consistent with the men's Santoni uh, leather capped shoes across the face of the victim. So the person was kicked upon or around the, the, the time of death around the face. That probably didn't give you guys much of a clue. Victim was also found wearing a nice dress suit. So it seemed as though this person was, he had money. He was, you know, more made. Did you have something you wanted to submit, uh, Detective Lonnie? Maybe, but I think it's wrong. Any lead can help us solve this this case. There are no... Really, I didn't want to write it because I'm going to completely spell it wrong. So I'm just going to do this. Hmm. You're You're closer, but 
think older. How do you get older than that? Oh, okay. You're, you're, we'll, we'll just share it. His uh, source was actually Reservoir Dogs, but it's older than that. It kind of has a, a, it could possibly have a similar feel. Detective Jeremy, loss of words. You were very close. <laughs> the other one, then. Very close. <clears throat> that one, then. <laughs> Django and Chain? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just... All right. So I, Reservoir Dogs older than that, so I went Quentin Tarantino. I will give a point to one of you guys. Well, why would it be me? It won't be you. It's older than Reservoir Dogs. That's a newer movie. It is Godfather. I thought you meant, like... Older, like, time period, like, not oh, when no, it was no. released. It was pretty much release date, but, yeah. No, um, apologies, uh, detective. You need to up your game here. Hopefully the next evidence coming up will help. Um, I will give you one point for that. I mean, you're shooting in the dark here, but it's still something we can go off of. The case I've will not be solved. I've actually seen Godfather. Yes. So, the person Very was right. Sonny Corleone. Sonny Corleone was killed by uh, Barzini's men. The one of the opponent uh, gang gangs, or families, the Barzini family. Barzini. Let's move on to the next case here. The person was found. You know, his, his there's abrasions on like his his mouth and on his wrist, as though he was held down. There was a cavity in his chest. Uh, there was an unknown food particles recovered from their uh, later biopsy. We can't tell exactly what the food was. Um, I can take a guess. It's suggesting that the person was eating around the time of death, and now there is a hole in the chest. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thought that was Friday the 13th. Didn't you think 12 of these? I thought most of them. See, that's why I was fucked up with the game, because I thought, like, this one sounded like Friday the 13th. I got nothing. You got nothing? Let's just say the matter that's around the chest cavity, some of it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's of this world. Can you read it one more time for me? Uh, The original findings were the subject showing abrasions on the wrist and jaw. Possible struggle ensued. Uh, there's an open cavity in the chest. The blood labs consistent with the medicine addiction. The, the victim was probably addicted to medicine. Um, we can't necessarily tell exactly what the food was that the person was eating because it, it's just kind of like slop. It's just mashed together. It's just some sort of sustenance. It, so, but it suggests that the person was eating around the time of death, like the person was choking. Yep. We're, we're going to close this one. Lonnie was close, but still no, no accurate evidence. Lonnie said Predator 2 is actually Aliens. Chestburster. So Gilbert Kane. He never was, seen him. You never seen Aliens? For, really? Really? You've never seen Aliens? I don't like sci-fi. Oh man. Oh. Alien. Alien is like a quintessential yes. horror movie. It's fan fucking tastic. It's sci-fi. It's space. I don't like it. Bullshit. Okay. So that it was Gilbert Kane. Pl- it aliens. takes place on a spaceship. That's the only thing that really makes it sci-fi. That makes it space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the idea around it. The fifth one. So the person had deep marks indicating a heavy slicing instrument, such as a large knife or axe or machete, that which was the primary instrument used to kill the person. It was heavy enough to pretty much well, slice and bludgeon. And the person was in an unorthodox position upon that movement. Um, there was also a receipt found in the victim's pocket from Dorja Restaurant and a business card with subtle off-white coloring and a watermark. A receipt from Dorja Restaurant and a business card with subtle off-white coloring and a watermark. Detectives are hard at work. I just got the... Don't get discouraged, detectives. It's only up to you two for the uh, bonus here. I spelled literally every, every word of that wrong. Okay. 
I'll just I'll say it since he already put his in. It's uh, American Psycho kills uh, Jared Leto, and it's uh, not Jason Bateman, but I think his last name's Bateman. It's Bateman. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul Allen was the person killed. Jared Leto's character. So he solved the case. Detective Lonnie has solved the case. Who gets a, a reservations for Dorja almost every single week? That's hard. It's the off white that that subtle clicked the bell in me. Subtle off white color. Seen that movie once. I think, long ass time ago. I, I don't remember it, any of it. I really didn't like it very much, but that off white. Uh, I would have accepted Paul Allen or Paul Owen. The book has him as Paul Owen. But yeah, congratulations, Detective. Next file the half body here. The torso seems as though the the spinal cord was compressed, crushed. It's a male subject and short tan shorts. Did you have something you were going to submit? Are you waiting the... I'm waiting to hear the rest of it. So saliva found around the contours of the tearing indicates subject was bitten in half. So it's of of a larger animal or something. The DNA profile does not match living species, but possible strains of species thought extinct. Did you just cross out Friday the 13th? Yeah. <laughs> as much as information as you can submit. <laughs> you both. But I'm right. I will give you both two points. Two points. I got yes. every piece of information correct. The It was Donald Gennaro from Jurassic Park, and it was the T-Rex. Yeah, so I was right. Why not only get two points? Wait, let me see that last one again. Said the human. Uh, it doesn't. I can't accept. <laughs> human, okay. <laughs> so I put, I put <laughs> Jurassic Park. The killer was the dinosaur, and the person who got killed was the human. You're technically correct, but we already knew it was a human. Technicality. <laughs> Next one. I had Jaws and Quinn written down. I had Jaws before. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The person was stabbed multiple times. One of the stabs missed the heart, so the person didn't die immediately. Also, there appears to be damage to the larynx posting or. Post hanging, so the person was found hanging, and their larynx was damaged as though they couldn't scream. Um, the body emits a lingering odor of popcorn. A bloody house phone was found nearby, but not conducive to a weapon. Are you serious? You guys didn't get this one. A bloody phone nearby. Oh, body emits lingering odor of popcorn. I got it. Hmm. I will give Lonnie one point. It's <laughs> such sad puppy eye. Well, I just don't know how I got one point. Because you only submitted one thing of evidence. And, well, yeah. And, just, and Jeremy solved it. So I Detective just, Jeremy has solved I'm the case. Sho- I'm just shocked I got a point. <laughs> that was such a bullshit answer. <laughs> it's, I thought it was an easy one. Casey Becker, Drew Barrymore, uh, and Scream, Ghostface. So, yeah. You how to, is she hanging? She At the very end, she was hanging out of the tree when the parents came home. Okay, guess I spent a long so, time since I've seen. Space. When she was trying to scream for her parents, the uh, ghost face was pulling her off. And then when the parents kind of, oh, the mom found her hanging from the tree, and she was just hanging from like a rope or something. It's a very, very long time I since I've seen Scream. I, I guess. think a scary movie where the parents are coming home and dad's getting head from the mom, <laughs> and he hits his daughter. What was that? Nothing, dear. <laughs> I've probably seen scary movie before I've seen Scream. All right, another one, another stabby, stabby one. So 12 stab wounds, emphasis on seams that they were stabbed 12 times. It possibly could have been more, but at least 12. Seemed like it was a possible kitchen knife. Uh, Forensic investigator states much of the blood was drained. Due to the cleanliness of the body, the only usable evidence is a hair 
that was found on the subject's silk robe that was found on the toilet seat of the scene of the crime. The hair seemed to be as though it was like a wig, wig hair. Anything, detectives? I, I really don't know if you guys are made out to be in this position. Yeah. Doggy style. <laughs> You're going to have to go through. I'm going to put you guys back on, on the beat. You guys are going to be walking the beat. <laughs> this desk is getting way too comfortable for you boys. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm not even going to take a shot at it. Again, due to the cleanliness of the body, the body was cleaned as okay. though it was, you know, and a lot of their blood was drained um, down the drain. But stabbed 12 times. At least 12 times. At least. At least 12 times. So the uh. person had their bathrobe outside, and it seems as though there was like a piece of wig hair, a hair that fell into the wig or from the wig. A wig, maybe. I know the uh, victim is not right. What I just said. Again, my inability to spell correctly. <laughs> I think this is more of a game where you just want to write down and see how terrible I spell. I will give you. You solved it. You were correct, but it's not the mom. Yeah, I know. So, I yeah. just thought of that after I I put that. Yeah. Uh, so it was Marion Crane, who was the blonde girl, <laughs> which was his answer. Um. So yeah from Psycho, Norman Bateman, or Bates, Norman Bates. That is the, the killer of the movie and the victim. So I get no points? You get two points. Oh, okay. You get two points. The mom is still alive. Oh, actually, the mom is, I, the mom is I dead, wrote, she? Yeah, she, she's dead. Yeah. I, I, after I wrote that and showed it to you, I'm like, why the fuck did I write mom? <laughs> the next body, that seems like it was mangled. They had little small pockets on the face, which was chemical compounds of melaton and histamine. And their, you know, their body was burned pretty bad. So further examination appears both knees were smashed inward before a fall. So that was post the burn. Um, the chemicals found in the welts on the face are consistent with insect venom. Venomous face, broken knees, and burnt. Yes. I know both of you guys should know this. You say you both have said this movie on the podcast at one point or another. And I think we've even talked about the person who, who is the victim today. Kind of. Possibly. Guy got decapitated. <laughs> not, decapitated. not Richard Panani. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> that that crash was a lot worse than I thought. There's. Do we for sure said this person today? Uh, I feel like we have. You feel the fuck is I that? I feel like we mean? have said this person's name, the actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we have. Yeah, we have said it, or at least it was. It makes no reference to what we're finding here. Findings are as followed: body found severely burnt, face welts with which identifies small pockets of acid chemical compounds of melaton and histamine, a mangling consistent with a fall. Further examination appears both knees were smashed inward before a fall. Chemicals found in welts on face are consistent with insect venom. Just, Anything, Detective Jeremy? I just took a shot in the dark. Detective Lonnie has solved the case. Really? Okay. It is Edward Malice from Wicker Man, and it was Not the bees! Not the bees! We I, were talking about John Travolta from Face Off with with Nicholas Cage. Nicolas Cage. I've All right. never seen Wicker Man. It's so bad, though. You watched the original one. The original one is fan-fucking-tastic. Uh -huh. The Nicolas Cage remake is dog shit. Last two cases unfinished here. Let's see if we can solve these last two cases. The two bodies that were examined, one of them seemed that it was bandaged, as though he already suffered previous... Trauma. Trauma. Thank you. Uh, there's also porcelain... In the skin, there's blood that's not either of these victims on their bodies. Like a possible fight have ensued. Both of their heads 
their skulls experience the the more trauma. Alternate blood samples found on the bodies register as uh, an anomaly. So it could match two profiles, but are very close in match. So the possible two attackers, they possibly might have been related, but these two guys, these victims, they were going nowhere. Oh, come on. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the detective Jeremy. Seems like he might have something. It's 11. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got nothing. <laughs> oh man, I really felt like that was gonna be the sinker. Is I thought you were gonna get this one. So these two guys, where were these guys going? They were going nowhere, nowhere. So far, my my thought is right. <laughs> they weren't going anywhere. <laughs> no, that that's actually a line of the movie. Um, and porcelain, <laughs> he beats the shit. He smashes some guy's head in with. Oh him. fuck! Okay. I I it's that that gave it away. Um, so I'm not gonna take any points for it, but write it down. It's unsolved. We have nothing to go with it. He submitted his. He might have something else. Fucking wrong. I don't Sorry. know. I'm just gonna go with that. I'll probably be wrong. I mean, you're closer, but it's yeah. The anomaly with the blood samples, meaning like we can't necessarily find out if it's one person. So it seems that's though as two people, like they're brothers or something. Two people who attacked these two bodies. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> oh, man, you went further away. All right, I will. Wait, this wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. I feel like you have it now. Yeah. Dude, like we have a huge hint. I, I shouldn't say that yet, at least. Let me see an answer first. I don't think this is right, but. Submit as much evidence be, as you can. To be more specific. Uh, this is totally wrong, but. Just as much evidence as you can. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! They killed somebody. Just not. <laughs> just fuck it. Tell uh, us. It's so. It's I mean, you're, Boondock, Boondock Saints too, and it's the funny cop who dies who says it. It is not. It's not. It is Boondock Saints one, and the person who got hit with the toilet over the head. From the high fall from when uh, one of the brothers jumped off the building, smashed one of them, the other brother got up and clocked the other guy in the head. So it's the Russian mobsters. I will give you the one point for Boondock Saints. Oh, nowhere. Fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it was the cop who, you know, before, um, what's his name, got him on scene. He's like, where was this guy going? Or where were these guys going? They were going nowhere. Right. Uh, and the reason Boondock Saints, too, is because it adds that I just love that monologue that he does in Boondock Saints 2 where they're on the, the ice and giving their whole thing. It's fucking fantastic. One that of is my a, favorite monologues. I feel like that's an underrated like I mean it's it's heavily like loved, but oh, not as in the in yeah, the no. realm. Yeah. It's just fan service for people who like the first one. Yeah. I put Dumb and Dumb. <laughs> I'm like, who died in Dumb and Dumb? The guy anyway. they, when they his ulcer and they feed him poison. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. All right. So last one. I also feel like this one should have been an easy one. For both of you, because this is in the realm. And Lonnie, I was trying to say, like, the hint was in this room. From Lonnie's position, when he's looking at me, he's looking right at a Boondock Saints poster. Yeah. In, in, in our studio here. All right, so last one. The findings were the body was decapitated. There was no other bodily damage other than minor scrapes and bruises. And there's also a stain of what seems to be coffee, or what was coffee. We can identify that on the pant leg of the, the deceased, the victim. We're still unable to identify the body. We have narrowed the search by now. So the name has to be in the New York police database on the employee side. 
Also, the fibers that were pulled from the neck wound identify as splinters of wood. So he's decapitated by something that was like a wood. wood. And works for the city of New York. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you get it? Yeah. And by yeah, I mean no. He said cats. <laughs> the answer, your, your guys' beat cops who scoped the area have solved this case. They're going to get your bonus here. The answer is Thomas Burke, who was a highway patrolman who was downgraded to a, an actual police officer after some digging into some stuff from some previous franchises. Uh, this was Final Destination, a tree, a log that fell off a truck, uh, went through. This one kind of doesn't count because he didn't actually die that way. This was a dream or memory or something. The premonition. That, yeah. I believe this was the second one. This is the second or third one. Is not the I think it is the second one because he did kind of make a a comeback in after he died. I think it was just in memory states. Yeah. So I'm gonna tally up some stuff. Oh, I know I didn't win. Tally, 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 tally. (laughs) Jeremy's response to Lonnie's last game, like, why are you fucking adding it up? He got one point. (laughs) 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 All right, Detective Lonnie and Detective Jeremy. Thank you guys for your cooperation, your participation. You guys did an excellent job, although it seems as though Lonnie is going to be receiving the hypothetical bonus. Uh, It is all yours. You can receive it uh, after you give back all the copy paper that you have been stealing (laughs) from the office. It is not anal. You've won with 20 points, and Detective Jeremy won with 10 points. You both are winners. Yes. Yeah. Jeremy's got silver. That's what happens when you don't watch get to watch movies that often anymore this is bullshit no excuse these are all old movies it's not the fact that you don't watch enough movies it's the fact that i watch too many that's what i'm getting at i don't get (laughs) i don't get to sit and watch movies all the time like apparently everybody gets to people are like oh yeah i binge watched eight seasons in one hour oh okay i hey it's me an hour to watch one i'm giving you an out don't turn into a dick about it oh i'm not being a dick to you about it I just don't get how all these people watch all these things. Like, where do they find the time? I don't get it. Between the hours of awake and asleep. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Apparently, nobody works and does stuff outside of See, work. See, then you have the, again. <laughs> do you have the capacity to watch things in section, sections? Like, can you I don't, watch this? No, I don't want to do that. I that's, don't want to do that. Yeah, that's I the thing. hate splitting up movies, that's, too. That would, that would be the worst. Like, this thing, so Michael and I, and I, I'll cut this short because... But uh, Michael, our producer, got me hooked on the show Animal Kingdom, and we we watch like two or three episodes every Monday night, and they're each like almost like an hour long, and it's it sucks because there's it's so good, and we're only we're on episode. I feel like it's not. We're on season. <laughs> we're on season one. I feel like you're lying. Episode six, and there's four seasons, and there's we, I think we tallied up. There's like sixty episodes yet to watch. That's going to take forever. And he, he said, he's like, you can't watch it when you're not with me because he wants us to watch it together. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. You guys are a like cute couple. Old married couple. It's so yeah. cute. That's the then you just watch it. Like, I didn't watch it. And then you don't get excited about the, the reveals later when you it's watch like it together. Shit. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, did you see the Badgers? They're so cute. It's such a good show, though. And that, I, But somebody told me that I should watch the, the show Prison Break and White Collar. But they said, Prison Break would be the better one. What are you currently watching, Lonnie? So I just got 
got a HBO Max because I wanted to to see Mortal Kombat and not be around people. Say Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. What it, did you think of that movie? I actually liked it. Like I expected it to be more cheesy and campy, but it wasn't. It That's was, what I liked about the first. Well, at least the first one. The second one was eh, but I still liked it because it it fell into the same realm. Right. It had the same like Robin Shaw and all the other. You know, and Talisa Soto, that's my, my childhood crush. Yeah. I, I know there was a lot of hate with Mortal Kombat, the new one. That yeah. Just came oh, yeah. Out, but I, the only bad thing I have to say about it is a lot of the acting was Some terrible. of the acting was really subpar. The, the fight choreography is great, and the gore in it is fantastic. And it was a beautiful movie. Yeah. I, like, I haven't seen it yet. It was a beautiful movie. And I'm surprised I haven't seen it, and you both have. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, for a fighting movie, I hear that it should have had more fighting in it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a lot of character development because I can see this becoming a franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. The they're sec- definitely on, the on their way. The second one is going to be full of fight. Like, I think it's going to be from opening scene to end scene fight. But, you know, I dug it. I thought it was I thought it was good. I didn't really care much for them making a character for the movie with it being such yeah. a heavy franchise. You have so many characters. people to pull from, yeah. Right. I understand why they did it, but... I really wasn't a fan, but they did it. But getting HBO Max, I started going through it and finding all these cool movies I haven't seen for a long time and movies I've wanted to see. Like, I finally got to see New Mutants, which that was great. If you like superhero movies and you also like horror movies, it's like that great mixture of both of them. I got to watch the original 1974, Amityville Horror. I haven't seen that in such a long time. Um, Just other great stuff. Like that, that I've I've put in my queue to watch. I haven't got to watch it predominantly because I uh, I got on a Steve Wilco, I think is his name, a, a, a trash Steve Wilco, the like the daily the, the, the host, the host the TV yeah. show that used to be Jerry Springer's, Jerry Springer's bodyguard. Yeah, <laughs> so I I've I've been on such a kick like for the last couple of days of watching his lie detector tests, like it's became like my life. You Fe- find those rabbit holes pretty cozy, don't you? <laughs> oh, you no, no fucking idea. Like, you should see my YouTube history. Like, it's it gets bad. And speaking of that, the rabbit hole YouTubes, this is episode 24. Episode 25, the three of us and a fourth member uh, yet to be revealed. We're probably going to have to kidnap somebody. Do you Some- have somebody? No. Oh, okay. I'm He's just saying we don't be. we don't know who it is, so we can't say who it is. Thank you, Stacy, for volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to, for our 25th episode anniversary, we're going to fucking ghost hunting, boys. We're going to ghost hunt, boys? Yeah. Okay. Justin's already got a... With our, with our wing dings out. You can um, hold them underwater? No, but we're going to go ghost hunting to uh, the famous... Pottawatomie County Squirrel Cage Jail here. Go spend a couple hours locked in there and four hours. Yeah, is that four, what it is? Four hours. Eight p.m. to midnight. Yeah, that gets in the way of my cartoons, though. Well, then you're straight fucked. Oh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna we're, be a, some of my cartoons. We, we need we that. need to get an interesting fourth person to go with us. Yeah, Paco. <laughs> he won't make <laughs> it. He's gonna be gone that day. He just yeah. screams. La cucaracha and run off. My name is Paco. Runs off. But yeah, we're doing that. We're going to have a video episode for you guys. Probably also have uh, some little. I'm sure we'll. We'll also do an in-studio thing because it'll yeah. be at different times. So you might get double the pleasure that yeah. day. Double the fun. Because double. the next time we're in studio for this podcast, we're going to have John Marshall as our guest. Hey. Who's Again? 
Oh, for the okay, for gotcha. this not our gotcha. movie one. Okay, gotcha. Remember we said we wanted to have him back and talk. Well, I don't pay attention geez, to this stuff. I know you don't. You guys don't blast out. I You're just, too busy reading your notes. Oh, uh, I blast out. I'm. I can like when I'm it comes still to like young and vital. Uh, consuming movies. I guess I can like watch something for a little bit and then I have to write maybe rewind it five to ten minutes just to get back into the feel of it and then continue it again. So I have no issue with that and that's how i consume a lot I of my do, stuff i hate even in the middle of like a season stopping and like watching full episodes and knowing that it's so good like that annoys me i can't imagine being in the middle of an episode and then having to stop it and then not knowing when i'm going to be able to watch it again because i can't be consistent with when i watch things that's like my 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 schedule is so busy i keep myself busy doing things it's like a telephenphobia like you can't finish the television or, or tv Movie. I can finish an episode. Media. I just can't. I can't. I can't be like, okay, every Tuesday I'm gonna watch this. And I'm gonna watch this from this time to this. I can't do that. Do you remember when TV used to be like that when we were growing up? It's like you get 30 minutes and then you have to wait a week. Yeah. To get the next. And then you, 30 sometimes minutes. you get home late and you have to start it like 10 minutes in. You're like, I fuck, just, I don't even know what happened. Whatever. I'm gonna. But at the same it. time, I I, I kind of like that because it's just by giving everything, everybody, everything right now to binge watch the whole season you're not creating a sense of urgency is that what i'm so, like so, in suspense yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like cliffhangers that, that was the thing every week it left you with a cliffhanger like oh what's gonna and like yeah that's uh, that sucks but at the same time just being able to like five seconds after oh, yeah. that cliffhanger up next episode as and, much as i love when they drop the entire season it's like you you do get that entitlement like Oh, here you know it's here. I'm gonna watch the next one. The next one finished it. He's like, "Where's where's the whole thing well, now?" Yeah. I yeah. mean, right. like Cobra Kai. They like I'm glad they dropped it all, and I watched season three. But it was like I watched it the first day. That's the only show I've really binge watched. I watched it on New Year's Day, all episodes, all ten episodes, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, I gotta wait That's one it. year now, right? 2022, if not more. Yeah. Well, actually, they they finished. They wrapped up filming Cobra Kai season four Did they? last week, and they said that it'll be released before 2022. Nice. So I, I'm fan. But what at do the we, same uh, time, it's like I wish that they would just kind of release them once a week because then it makes that go by a little quicker once that, the that, ending happens. But the the Netflix the Netflix model they they just don't do it like that. They're like, here it is. Get hooked. I mean, I, I, I it? like it, and I, it's inspired me. I really, I've always wanted to do a web series, write and direct a web series, and I'm kind of developing one to like work on here. And you no, know, obviously, we're going to shoot a few short films before that, but I want to do a six episode season of something, each episode twenty five to thirty five minutes long, and uh, see how that goes. Because it's like if you can leave people wanting more, it'd be fun to do. Just like my sex but, life. But I wouldn't release all of them. <laughs> I wouldn't release all of them, like. Every day, I would release once every week, every two weeks, or come back to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies, we've already put out the movie that we're going to be reviewing. Lonnie, what are we? What are we reviewing? Yeah. Next week. The next week. Oh, for the other podcast. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Learn us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, for the BPC movie podcast, we're going to be covering the 1986 classic. My favorite movie of all time, Stand By Me. Wasn't that good. And we already know Lonnie is going to give it a 10. Yeah, well. Because that's what I mean, we do here. It's my, it's, fa- <laughs> it's my favorite movie. I didn't even want to bring it to the podcast because I know you fuckers aren't going to like it and we're going to fight. Yeah, Stand By Me, my favorite movie of all time, directed by Rob Reiner. 
amazing cast. We're going to dive into it. So that comes out the Monday, next Monday. Next week. Every Monday. You listen to this, then you listen to that the next Monday. The 17th. The 17th. I don't like dates. That's why I just say next week. Next this week. This is Jeremy. This is next week. The <laughs> dates week. don't like me. Listen to this one, and then the next Monday, listen to that one, and then the week after that, listen to this one again. You just can't get Let's enough see. of us. Boom. So you're your Monday Afro deck, baby. <laughs> Thank that's you, a, everyone. Piss, that's a piss poor way to start the week off. <laughs> hey, that's how we do it. Hey, Justin, just ease it in. Zend us out, baby. Do what I can. I'll, I'll wrap my lap. I stumble. Mm, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> no, thank you guys for listening to episode 24. 24 in the books. We're almost at to 500 downloads. We should get to 1,000 here real soon. Oh, let's makes, hope so. Make uh, you sick that like Joe Rogan gets like a million a week. Yeah, and he's like, it, it's just, he doesn't pay attention to anything. He's like, I don't check the comments. I don't check the reviews. We love you. Send us actual yeah. messages so we don't have to listen to Justin's stupid ones. <laughs> we might have uh, some... Some questions coming up, some little giveaways, get some little interactions. We are, yeah. we got a few giveaways for uh, our number one listener, Miss Stacy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a, a I bumper got them sticker right here. and bumper some sticker, other little uh, something, something. Uh, bumper sticker, uh, a live cast of Jimmy's dick. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. God damn. I don't That's think, gross. I don't think Stacy's going to get a, a live just cast. Just end this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, tune in next week for the movie review. It's gonna be, it's gonna be adequate. <laughs> Anything, boys? Mm, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arrivederci. Ashe. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Join us next time for more absurdity that only the guys from the Boundless Pod Trap can bring you.